On tonight's episode of Living Off the Land, we welcome on Jordan's roommate Ryan Brown to the podcast. Ryan is a Cleveland native and is a huge fan of the Indians, soon-to-be Guardians, and Cleveland beer, which he fits in quite well on this episode. We talk with Ryan about the Browns and Texans showdown, a little Cleveland-Houston flair, as you all know we have on this podcast. We also talk with Ryan about the Indians, their uh, current situation and status moving into the end of the season and moving into 2022. And then we also do our top five draft, and we are drafting our favorite Cleveland breweries. But before all that, we get everything started with the beer of the week. Let's do it. Welcome to Living Off the Land, the all things Cleveland podcast with your hosts, Ryan, Jordan, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are here with a special guest. First time, this is a first time guest. Ryan Brown um, is my roommate, friend, and he is a teacher. What school district, Ryan? Uh, Cleveland. Cleveland School District. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, so he's a teacher and he is a big time Cleveland sports fan, a Cleveland native. So yeah, uh, Ryan, welcome to the show. I'm excited that you were able to come on tonight. Awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, for sure. Excited. All right, well, we'll get back into a little more uh, with uh, Ryan a little bit in a little bit. Let's get to the beer of the week um, this week. Figured I'd stay with the festive times. Um, I got Old Zom from Market Garden Brewery. It's their Oktoberfest. Uh, let's have a sip, and then I will read the description. I don't know, Dan. Have we ever had this on the podcast? I know we've had Oktoberfest. Pretty sure we have. Probably, yeah. We pro- at this point sure. we've doubled a couple times. There's <laughs> so yeah. many. Beers. I had to go back and look, but I'm pretty sure. And then me and Dan, and yeah, me, generally me and Dan just refuse to drink sours or anything weird like that. So we're never gonna get anything like that. Except except when the other Ryan brings it in. Other Ryan or Jimmy when he was when he was on and the it show. Tastes like so. It tastes like red tastes pop. like candy. Tastes like red pop. Jolly Jolly <laughs> Jolly Rogers. Jolly Ranchers. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, let me read this description. So we got our favorite brew for the season of bonfires, beer tents, and lederhosen. Our Oktoberfest lager is bursting with layers of toasted malt goodness from hearty Munich malts, all balanced with German noble hops for a clean, dry finish. All right. I think that, that about sums it up. Uh, it's not. What is a dark? Oh, I forgot what it's called. There's like the light Oktoberfest and a dark Oktoberfest. Um, Camera with the darker ones called Marzen, maybe. Marzen. So this is the lighter kind, and I don't remember what it's called. But they oh. describe it as a lager. So we have the internet's for Jordan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been learning about this new thing called the internet. That's cool. Um, the intranets and Googles. Yeah, Ryan. You're the guest. What do you think of this sure. beer so far? It's a pretty solid beer. I mean, I'm usually an Oktoberfest guy, mm-hmm. so it's not a bad beer for me. Um, I 
it hits the spot. It's yeah. like not too heavy, but it's just right. That's a good way of putting it, and it definitely fits the season too. Did you have at a, we were well? We'll talk about this later, but we were all at Oktoberfest as well. Did you have any Oktoberfest at Oktoberfest? I believe I tried every beer that existed. So yeah, so yes, you probably did. Yeah, it was it was delicious I mean, for ev- sure. Cr- I'm usually yeah. more of a Hefeweizen guy, but that was a really good beer. I think the few Oktoberfests I had. There yeah, were, I had. Uh, what was the first one I started with? Uh, Masthead, I think. I think I had Mastheads Oktoberfest. Mm-hmm. It, yes. it was good. It's Which is good. delicious. Fall beer in general is just Oh, the best. yeah. Yeah. Especially, I'm sure you guys are hyped because it's, it's a football reminder. Mm-hmm. So, um, I let's do this. I'll give my two cents and my rating. We rate them out of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll go to Dan and then Ryan. You can wrap it up. I really like this. I'm not a big, not a big fan of some of the darker Hefeweizen or uh, Oktoberfests. <laughs> So I like this a lot. Um, compared to other ones, I'm not going to lie. They kind of all blend together to me. You know, Great Lakes or every other brewery that makes them for the most part. This is solid, though. I'm going to give it I'm going to give it a 7.2, which is kind of it seems kind of high. But I think it's I would drink this. I would drink a lot of this, especially in the fall. And I would definitely buy this again. Mm-hmm. I love the can. Doesn't look like I would expect it to look like it's like a almost like a sky blue kind of weird yeah you would you would expect fall colors yeah exactly but it's it's a pretty can nonetheless um and i'm yeah i'm gonna go seven two and i would and i street map of cleveland on there yeah yeah i mean it's a like i said it's a nice can and i would buy this again so dan oh yeah i really like this uh this is one of my i'm guessing they had this at oktoberfest i don't know if i made it to the market garden tent but i'm sure they had it i would assume they would have to have it they would have to they did i mean if it's yeah. Um, well, I didn't get it at Oktoberfest, obviously, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, I really like this. Uh, it doesn't bite as much as some Oktoberfests do. Um, that's kind of what I like about it, though. Some Oktoberfests, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, that's why I like it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> some Oktoberfests really, I don't know what the right word is. Um, They're almost like bitter. Yeah. Like too bitter. Yeah. 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 I was going to say like pale ale, but... I don't know if that's a right description at all. I mean, I understand what you're saying. There's a little bit of a bitterness to it. Like, there's there's an aftertaste to it that Mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, it's just, for me, it's just not my preference. But this one I really like. I really like this one a lot. Uh, I agree with you. uh, Drinking it a lot, especially in fall times. Uh, Mm -hmm. This is a really, this would be a really good, like, bonfire beer, I feel like. Yeah. Um, Would this be a tailgating beer for you? No. Too too, uh, early in the day for that? I don't know. I don't know. Drinking craft beer at a tailgate is dangerous. Dangerous for sure. <laughs> it's very dangerous. <laughs> now we'll, we'll we'll get into it that you know we're going to be tailgating for the for the game on Sunday. But yeah, um, yeah. I, I I plan on bringing like Bud Light or something. Michelob's. Like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm bringing yeah. Michelob Ultra. No, it's because you're a. Never mind. Because I'm a Michelob Ultra yep, fan. Yep. That's because you're, <laughs> you're a I'm a Mexican. You're, what? No, that's not. I was gonna say you're a trash fan. Though. <laughs> trash what? What, is, what does being Mexican have to do oh, with Michelob? It's just huge be- Mexican beer. Really? Oh, love, really? Oh my god! In Houston, it's that and Dos Equis. That's what like everybody huh. loves. Oh yeah. Well, Houston's not Mexico. No, I but do know there are a lot of Houston's Latinos there. A lot of Mexicans in Houston. Yeah, a lot of Mexicans. Yeah, no, I do know that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Uh. Yeah. I would not. I would not take this to a tailgate. If somebody had it, I would drink it. Um, I would buy it again. Uh, it's gonna seem high, but like I'm, 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 I'm rating it on an Oktoberfest scale, not like. Sure. I don't know if that. Con- that's that's usually what we do. We rate it on. A I context. know, but I feel yeah. like that like yeah. convolutes everything because like. Mm. 
like you say, like, oh, it's like an 8.1. Like, oh, you must really love that beer. Well, mm-hmm. no, but it's it's good for, like, an Oktoberfest. Uh, I'm going to go 7.3 okay. on this one. Yeah. I really Just like this out of Oktoberfest. Sorry. <laughs> what, what did you say? 7.2. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I really like it. It uh, It's probably one of my favorite Oktoberfests. Now, that's different for... Uh, for pumpkin ale, it's not the same. Thing. Sure, right, right. Um, but it's definitely one of my favorite. Uh, so seven, seven, three, seven, three. Yeah. And then, all right. Am I good to go? Yes, sir. Awesome. So for me, I'm an Oktoberfest guy, but Here I like go. that this one doesn't punch you in the face that it's an Oktoberfest. It's mm-hmm, very, mm-hmm. it's very like mellow. It's not going to yeah. shock you that it's like you know super strong. Yeah. Um, very calm. Yes, it's <clears throat> calm, and that's a great word to put yeah, it. Um, yeah. It's a really good drinking beer. I would not take it to a tailgate because <laughs> any craft beer to tailgate is a nightmare. Right. You're not getting into the game if you're going to the game later in the day. It's 6.5%. Yeah. I mean, you so drink four of these. I didn't realize it was 6.5. Yeah, That's like an IPA almost. And it's lighter. Not lighter, but it's not as strong as the usual 6.5 It's beer, a drinkable 6.5, like yeah, yeah. which is, which is more beer. dangerous. Which is yeah. More reasons to not bring it this Sunday. So, so yeah, so <laughs> for me, as an Oktoberfest guy, and this is being one of them, you know, I love Market Garden overall too. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say eight point one, but I'm gonna say eight point two because as a big map guy, mm. oh. you know, um, this can is maybe my favorite beer can I've ever seen. Yeah, it's so, really sharp. We do like to take the the, uh, the can art into yep. uh, consideration. So that's gonna get a bump to eight point two for me. Just for nice. The I like it. I Ryan, I didn't realize you were a big Oktoberfest guy, like yeah. as in the beers and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Good. Well, I'm glad I got it because at first I was like, I don't know if they're gonna like this, but no, it's I thought it made no, a lot I do of like sense. The guy said it was just recently dropped off, so it's pretty fresh. Nice. And it, I mean, it tastes fresh too. You can, yeah. you can tell. Well, cool. That's beer of the week. Um, go buy it. It's a light blue can. Again, don't be. It's probably gonna deceive a lot of people who are thinking it's gonna be like maroon or yeah, something. Yeah. To be a, honest with you, I thought. Excuse me. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but I thought when I saw you walk in with it. Wow. Excuse me. Um. I thought it was like one of their summer beers. So I looked around for a long time because I was trying to find all the Oktoberfests, and I thought Market Garden didn't have one because I really oh, honestly true. thought this was like a lager or something. And then I looked closer, and I saw Old Zom. So, yeah, yeah, it tricked me at first. All right, that's great. Good stuff, guys. All right, <clears throat> we got a couple, one bizarro story to get caught up on and one really interesting local story. So <laughs> the first... <laughs> This is so dumb. The first one is uh, rapper Nicki Minaj posts bizarre rant on Twitter about COVID vaccine. Normally, I wouldn't bring any of these topics up, except I just have to read her her tweet because this is one of the weirdest tweets I've ever read in my life. Read it in Um, her voice. (laughs) No. (laughs) Pass. Uh, Nicki Minaj, I got to give a little context. She didn't go to the Met Gala, which who cares? But she didn't go to the Met Gala. At first, people thought it was because of this reason because of another tweet she tweeted. The real reason is she has a family now and she just didn't want to go, it sounds like. However, she made a comment. I'll read the first tweet before I read the weirdo tweet. (laughs) She made a comment saying that, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. Uh, They're not letting you get in the Met Gala unless you're vaccinated. She said, if I get vaccinated, it won't be for the Met, which means she hasn't been vaccinated, which you knew that caused a firestorm. Blah, blah, blah. She's like, "I I want more research. I'm working on that now. Um, now a couple, (laughs) maybe a couple hours later, she tweets, my cousin Trinidad or my cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. Hmm. His testicles became swollen. 
His friend was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision, not bullied into it. <laughs> Look, thoughts well about the vaccine aside, this, this, is, this is probably the worst example of um, what's it called when you um, when you use an example of just some a friend that oh, there's a term for it. Third party story. Yeah, that's it. But that's not the term. Um, God, it's going to come to me after we're done talking about this. But anyways, yeah. So and she's. I, the tip of the response has been exactly what you would expect. I don't know. Hilarious tweet, in my opinion. You know, I don't really care what she does. You know, that's all I'll say. I do think people should get vaccinated, and I hope that people aren't not getting vaccinated because of this tweet. Let me put it that way. But <laughs> yeah, did anybody see this? Or I saw the tweet. Yeah, mm. uh, I think because like you retweeted it or something. Yeah, yeah, something? I did. I don't know. I definitely did. Yeah. Yeah, I just I don't I I I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I'm just so sick of everything. Oh, I agree. Yeah. And to be fair, most things that Nicki Minaj says. Oh yeah, like, I, I like, agree. I agree. Yeah. Everybody, like I, like I get it. Yeah, if you, if you, you should get the vaccine if you're able to or whatever. Like, right. like you're able to, so you should get it. But it's like people basically calling you Satan for not getting oh, it. Like, right, ridiculous. And then the other end, like, like, oh my God, like if you get the vaccine, like your balls are gonna swell yeah, up, sw- fall <laughs> off. Or, <laughs> Or, yeah. Some of the memes about it have oh, been is it the incredible. I'll You're going to grow a third this. arm like, out of your back. Or, well, yeah. I'm, well, no, uh, just off this tweet this, itself have been some of the greatest memes I've ever I'm seen. Sure you're referring to the one South Park. The South Park yep, meme's which, obvious. I'm sure we all know. We don't um, have to describe it. There's that. been, like, people's dresses at the Met Gala with that written down the back instead of what was written down the back, <laughs> which I thought was incredible. Oh, but, man, that's so funny. Yeah, it really is. All right. Weird story. Figured we had to talk about it because that was the most viral thing I've seen this week. So, <laughs> all right, moving on to a local, a local story that I know this will interest all of us. Uh, Dave Portnoy, um, Barstool CEO, El owner? Presidente. El Pre- what do they call him? He's the owner. He's the, he's the founder. Of founder, Barstool. yeah, yeah. He's the chief of content or whatever. Yeah, he's uh, the main. He doesn't guy. own Barstool anymore. Oh, he doesn't. Okay, because they sold off like two or three times. Mm-hmm. Okay, but he's still. Has he a so major so he, he sold it he sold it to Penn National Gaming and he owns a crap ton of Penn stock so that's what it is okay yeah um, so I like, mean nonetheless he's still the the face of the company yeah. for the most part yeah he's um, still the, he's like yeah. to everybody that works there he's still the boss but he has bosses now basically interesting didn't realize that yeah. but anyhow be, most people know who he is um, he reviewed multiple Cleveland pizzerias uh, for his uh, what is it called one bite reviews or? one bite uh, pizza review one bite pizza one reviews. bite everybody knows the rules. So uh, the pizzerias he uh, reviewed, Mama Santas in Little Italy, Angelo's in Lakewood, Pizza 216 in downtown. And as a bonus, this is the first time he's apparently ever done this, he reviewed a cake from Corbo's. Oh, yeah. He had no idea what it was. Which he called it a strawberry thing, but it's called a casada cake. It's a casada cake. Which, as an Italian, I'm sure. It is similar. He... He's like, oh, it just tastes like a strawberry shortcake. It's it's similar, but yeah. it's it's an atta- it's called a cassata cake. Yeah. So I thought his reviews were very fair. Um, yeah, hundred. I was actually a little surprised how high he rated some of them. So Mama Santa's, he gave a seven point six. That kind of blew me away. I, I'm not actually a big fan of their pizza. I, apparently, he really liked it. He gave the cassata cake, the strawberry thing from Corbo's nine point three. Really liked that. 
Yeah. Angelo's Pizza. This is the one I think you and me were probably most interested in, or one of the most mm-hmm. in, because yeah. and Ryan, well, you know, yeah, I mean, we walked there. Yeah. So he gave it a six point eight, which I think is very fair. So he gave it two scores actually. Oh, I didn't realize really? the second. So six point eight was the deep dish, which okay, I, whatever they yeah. call it, deep dish. I don't whatever. And then the <clears> regular <throat> one, I, he gave a seven point one. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. And then Pizza Two on Six, he gave the cheese a seven point three. Yeah. So what do you think? Dan, and then we'll get to Ryan as the guest. Um, what do you guys think about these scores? I think the margarita, he gave a 7-1, I think. Something like that, yeah. I thought he was very fair. I thought he was very uh, – this is the second time he's done pizza in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was here earlier in the year or, or, or last, last summer. Last year, yeah. Last summer, and he did Il Rioni, which is great that he reviewed it because I think it's the best pizza in the city. But uh, he got it cold because they screwed up and they parked on the wrong – because of COVID, like – they weren't open inside, so they were just doing takeout. So they had cones set up outside their building to where people could pull in. Mm-hmm. And when you ordered your pizza, you told them what kind of car you were driving, so then they can just walk it out to you when you arrived. Well, they parked on the other side of the street because apparently they didn't know that or they didn't, like, understand it. Mm-hmm. So he ate a pizza cold, and he gave it, like, a 7-8 cold. Which he's like, which, which he even said, he's like, he, he was like, he was like mad at himself. He's like, I really wish I would have eaten this uh, warm. And obviously he didn't have enough time to wait for them to make another one. Right. But, um, yeah, I thought he's been very, very fair with, uh, with all the places he's tried um, here. Like, I don't really like look to him as like a pizza, like, like scientist or whatever. Like, sure. Like the guy just eats pizza and he likes it and he gives it a rate and he has a he has a style so like mm-hmm. if people don't like the same style as his they're not going to agree with his reviews. I happen to almost exactly agree with all of his uh, preferences. I like my pizza thin. I like it crispy. Um, I like it almost. I like it almost in its most pure form, which is dough sauce cheese. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't mess with like Crazy specialty stuff. pizzas mm-hmm. like barbecue chicken or mm-hmm. buffalo. Like I'll eat it, but. If I'm ordering a pizza, I'm not wearing that. I'll put pepperoni on pizza or whatever, but I'm not putting like 17 toppings on a pizza. Um, so I agree with a lot of the reviews that he gives based off of like how the like he he does most of his reviews in New York. Obviously, mm-hmm. I I've been to New York a couple times. I've never really stopped. It was when I was younger, mm-hmm. so um, I don't know the pizza game in New York. Obviously, it's very prestigious, but most of the pizzas that he shows in his reviews. Number one, I can I can tell because I've watched enough of him that I I'll know if he likes it or not based mm-hmm. on just how it looks, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty much the same like with him like with my with Tyson my taste. PC, so, like, yeah. yeah, I thought he was very fair. Um, what did you guys think? Right. I personally, I mean, I'm a little biased towards Angelo's personally, but in the opposite of you, Dan, I don't like that style of pizza. I like a little more deep dish quote unquote like right. angelos has and that makes sense why you um, why you really love so angelos yeah. so like i've been to new york recently i tried a few of his higher ratings and i was like this isn't that great because i think it's just the taste yeah um he kind of uses his own taste a little more than i think i'd like him to as someone doing that right. um the pizza 216 one stands out to me i'm not a pizza 216 guy oh, oh really wow okay mama santa's is great Angelo's okay. is great. Yeah. And obviously Corbo's. I don't know. I can't find a person who doesn't like Corbo's. Right. Um, yeah, but amazing. Pizza 216, I don't know what it is about their play. I just do not like that style of pizza. Would that be considered New York style 216 or Similar, yeah. some Similar, sort of yeah. version of that? Similar. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have, yeah, you, had, have you had El Rayone? 
I've had it once. Okay. Um, I'd like to do that again. So we should, yeah, we should do yeah, that again. Do that I, again. I, I think you'd like it. Um, yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I, I, I yeah, I, I agree with pretty much what you said, Dan. Especially once you know the context of how he rates his pizza. Yeah. It's not just random, like, oh, do I like this? Like, he has reasons why he rates things. And I, I'm, I'm I, glad, I'm glad he didn't go to places like, <laughs> like Harlow's and uh, Citizen Pie because. He says anytime he tries a Neapolitan style pizza, he's like, "I'm just gonna give it a six eight because yeah, he doesn't like it. It's just which... it's, he says it's just not his style, yeah. which I, yeah. I get. Like at least he's being open about it. It's not really my style either. Like, but I'm <clears throat> but I'm objective enough to say that Harlow's is really good and yeah, Citizen Pie is pretty good too. Um, they're just not really my style, but um, yeah, I I thought I thought he was very fair at Angelo's. Mm-hmm. I just. To me, Angelo's like the best thing about it is the Monday deal. It's not even the pizza. Oh, it's the fact I, that you can get it for 100%, half off. Hundred percent. Um, and I, I texted this to Brett uh, Hoyer. Shout out, Brett. Um, frequent guest on the show. Uh, I texted Brian, it to so. him. I um, <laughs> this is gonna sound like an insult to Angelo's, and it's not meant to be that way at all. To me, Angelo's is like a fancy Pizza Hut. It's a similar style pizza, the, right? It's, 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 the, yeah. it's the style of the pizza, but the ingredients are to another level. Right, yes. right. But it's right. like the st- like the, the pan, itself the pan pizza. But I understand what you're saying. Yeah. No, I know. I, that's why. I, that's why. I, that's why I prefaced it by saying, "I'm like it's a, it's a fancy." Absolutely. Pizza. No, you're you're 100 right. That is exactly the comparison. Like yeah. if you were to tell someone from out of town right. what type of pizza that is, it's the style. Which, yeah, the by pan. the way, um, I'm becoming <sighs> in more recent years becoming more of a less toppings on my pizza kind of guy. Yeah. Um, and with my <laughs> dairy issues, I almost exclusively want to eat just the fresh mozzarella pieces as opposed mm-hmm. to tons of shredded cheese. Yeah. So what we did recently, side note, on Monday a few weeks ago, me and Teresa got a margarita and we made it just like um, the fresh mozzarella, mm-hmm. the basil, and the t- what is it, tomato or whatever else. And that was so much well, better. Talent, it's pomodoro. Okay, pomodoro. <laughs> But that was so much better than their typical pizza that I have there, which is good. At, at Angelo's? Yeah, at mm-hmm. Angelo's. But it's overwhelming. Like, yeah. I, I feel so full. Getting, like, just a light pizza there was very good, I will say. Yeah. Um, it's more good than pizza. I, yeah. I think people overrate it because, of like, every single yeah. person's like, where yeah. do I get pizza in the city? Oh, you got to go to Angelo's. Like, <laughs> uh, like I, you're not going to – like, if you send somebody to Angelo's, they're not going to come back to you and say, like, oh, that was bad. Right, like it, it's it's tried and true. It's going to be good. I think pizzas. I think pizza in Cleveland is very underrated. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially yeah. recently. There's a lot of good places. Even if you go to the east side, like Geraci's, um mm-hmm. oh, what's, what's the other? There's another really good place on the east side that I'm forgetting. I think I know what you're talking about, but oh, I don't remember man. the name of it. Didn't Steve talk about it last week or a couple weeks ago? No, I can't remember. Oh, yeah. He might have. Yeah, but even like there's some good like local chains too, like mm-hmm. like. Like that are centralized to Cleveland, but they're all over the place uh, in the greater Cleveland area. Like mm-hmm. Master Pizza is really Masters. good. Love Masters. Love um, Masters. Romeo's is good. Mm-hmm. Um, is Antonio's a local one? Yes, Antonio's. I like Antonio's. Antonio's is good. Yeah, you would. That's kind of similar to almost Angelo's, like the yeah. way they Antonio's make it. Antonio's is the best, like, in my opinion, actual deep dish because Angelo's deep dish is not deep It's dish, not deep, deep dish. dish. Right. That's what I think when people send people to Angelo's. I think it's because Angelo's has, like, kind of a unique take on deep dish yeah. that you're not going to get in many other places. Right. Where a lot of the other pizza in the city, I think you can kind of replicate <clears throat> in other cities. Yeah, yeah. the, the, the yeah. deep dish phenomenon has completely worn off on me. I'd like, I, I, 
next time I go to Chicago, I'm not going to order deep dish. I'm not. What a I've fan. what I've really realized, and that's this is watching the pizza show on Munchies, is Chicago's almost more known for their thin crust than they are their deep dish. It just doesn't get the it doesn't get the hype. Doesn't get the hype. Like man. if you go on the south, like if you go to a White Sox game, you go on mm-hmm. the south side. Mm-hmm. And you go to like taverns and stuff. They all have Chicago thin crust, and it's supposedly is that what they it's call really tavern good. style or tavern style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's good so, stuff for sure. Um, yeah, but you know, everybody, everybody in Chicago knows Giordano's, Malnati's, all that mm-hmm. stuff for the, for the deep dish. And you know, oh, if, sure. if you're in the mood for a fork and knife style pizza, then mm-hmm. I'm sure it's great. I've had Malnati's and Giordano's, and they're pretty good. But like for me, I don't know because like you said, getting older, like taste chains and whatever, and like you kind of zero in on on what you like, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm definitely thin crust, wood fired, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, less toppings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, cool. Hey, I mean, it's got to give the him coming to town and reviewing them has to give him a boost. I mean, sure, he's got a lot of fans. If they come visit Cleveland. Which might be happening yeah, it's, because it's, of the football uh, games coming soon, you know. So it's, it's crazy it's how um, there will be places that he goes to, and then like uh, two weeks later, like they've had to like shut down for like a couple <laughs> days because <laughs> yeah. they've just run out of ingredients because they've yeah gotten so busy. So yeah, so it's it, it's a it's a roundabout way of him helping small businesses doing that. Yeah, so, for which sure. Is cool. And he always promote like I know uh, two one six was doing something for the thirteen tr- uh, soldiers that died recently yeah, in Afghanistan. So and he was he's obviously a huge charity guy. So he was real happy to see that and you know promoted yeah. that on the show. So. And then he bought uh, well he didn't buy they at Angelos they gave him one of their shirts which GV artwork uh, designs. I noticed that um, he didn't shout out GV artwork because I don't think he, he knew. probably didn't know he had no, no idea. But I got it, it was a pretty cool shirt. I got to add two two things and this obviously is you know fits you guys he in all these videos as in the last four that he's made or three or four he's really made a point to say how much he likes cleveland yeah he said Uh, he said cleveland would be one of his favorite cities (laughs) if lebron would never have shown his face here which i don't (laughs) i guess that's he's a a celtics fan i assume yeah yeah but the celtics have only ever beaten lebron once so he he, obviously it's the cell like like fans of boston to him are like how cleveland are to jordan like yeah michael jordan cost us a, a Probably yeah. at least one championship. That's in the why 90s. you're not going to find many Cleveland fans that are yeah. big fans of him, right? Um, but he shouted out Little Italy. He was blown away by Little Italy, actually. Yeah, he said he loved Little Italy, which was awesome because it's true. It is a hidden gem, not a hidden gem because it, it's a gem in the city for yep. sure. And then he also really shouted out. Did you catch? He shouted out the Muni lot. Yeah, he, he said. He, he said, said you guys and the Bills are the best uh, tailgates. Have the, you seen that video of him? I did. We show, he showed clips. Yeah, he showed yeah. clips. But, but watch the actual whole video. It's pretty <laughs> hilarious. Oh, I can it was imagine. when it was when uh, Brady. It was Brady's first game back after getting suspended for Deflate Gate. I was oh. actually I was actually at that game. I know. Oh, wow. nice. I didn't follow Barstool then. I had no idea he was there. No clue. I had yeah. no idea who he was. Whatever. <laughs> I saw that video for the first time, probably about a year or two ago. I'm like, that's freaking hilarious. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's cool, though. He really shouted out the city. That's really cool for Browns fans, I'm sure, to have that kind of shout. I mean, the Bills Mafia are, are the you know the, the pinnacle of NFL mm-hmm. fandom to a lot of people. So, eh. he, well, you know, but I'm yeah. saying to the nation. I'm, I'm, I, I'm sour on the Bills right now because they lost to the Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so anyways, I thought that was cool, though. He literally said you guys and the Bills have the best tailgate. So he's been to probably every stadium, if I not. I detect no lies. <laughs> It's it's it, I I'm looking forward to it. I've never been to a Browns tailgate, so it is an incredible I'm really experience. excited. 
Which uh, speaking of which, do we want to talk about that now? We can. Yeah, let's do yeah, it. Let's do it. It's a big. Uh, my Texans are coming to town second year in a row, which is really weird. Usually, there's like a three or four year. It's gap. gonna be a bloodbath. Jonah. <laughs> It probably is definitely going to be a bloodbath, but I'm sticking to my claim that we're going to upset the Browns. Oh, I have to. I have to. I have, we I have, to, the, I we have the, to have some some tension. I think here. the only <laughs> way that would have happened is if the Browns would have beaten the Chiefs on Sunday. I've uh, been yeah, too overconfident. Like yeah, I yeah. think I think the Browns are going to be like pissed off. Oh, for sure. Take it out. No, again, real realistically, if you're asking my brain, it's going to be. If not a blowout, you're in, a, a two-score yeah. game. As an NFL you're, fan, you're you got to follow yeah. your heart. Yeah, you're in the yeah. situation that we were in three years ago, three, four years ago. Where you just kind of no hope that it's just, a, yeah. hey, we might win this game. Yeah, hey, let's no, stay absolutely. in it. We're in rebuilding in mode. Everything's starting from the ground from the ground up again. So we got a weird victory last week, <sighs> which it's not that weird if you realize how bad Jacksonville is. Yeah, you were probably playing the only team in the league that's worse than you. That's exactly. So uh, although apparently Terod Taylor – Invoke the spirit of Deshaun Watson's skills because he played like him in the whole game, which was weird. But uh, yeah, anyways. Um, but yeah, uh, we can do. We'll see if he's doing I said that. Skills. I we'll said skills. I said skills. I said skills. No, I was gonna say we'll we'll see if he continues to do that with Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney. Revenge game, baby. It's Gerard the revenge. Game. Also, a quarterback that he's like amazing. It's also a, it's teams. also a Jadavian Clowney revenge game. It That's is. true. That yeah. is true. Yeah, that he's gonna eat him for lunch. We'll see. Our uh, offensive line isn't exactly great, so yeah, probably. Um, we'll get to predictions in a second. Uh, so we're all going to be tailgating. Yeah, um, I we're in the Muni, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's actually like several friends I have that are going to be doing tailgating, including my cousin has. So I'll I'll probably be bouncing around here and there, but yeah, I mean we'll all be there. I'm excited. Um, what time are they? Pl- what, like uh, uh, Taylor, Taylor? What time is he planning on getting down there? Taylor said he might actually get there and spend the night or something. I don't. Yeah, know that makes sense because there's. Yeah. A, I I've been seeing a lot of people on Twitter yeah. saying like they're going to get down there at like midnight I, or. I'm yeah, not going to do before. that. They won't. Let, they won't let you into the lot. You you have to like, like Just, there's like a cutoff zone, right? Yeah. Where you okay? Yeah. yeah. They won't. Yeah. They they'll have it. I think I think they have it locked. The the. I think they have the lot, um, locked until six a.m. Okay, that makes I sense. I think. Um, That's how it's been in years past. Um, but yeah, but anyways, been- we're we're we'll we'll be going. So I I mean I don't know about I mean I'm I'm assuming we'll all just Uber, and then just arrive at some point. I mean I'm not driving down there. That's for oh, sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. This is gonna be my first tailgate ever. Actually, I've never been to a, fo- a pro football or a college football tailgate. So I'm really looking forward to it. Obviously, not just because the Texans are playing, but just because I've heard so much about them, and I'm sure it's gonna be something I'm gonna love. So uh, yeah. Had did you, well there was no tailgating last year no yeah um, I have been tailgating uh, well I I don't necessarily call it tailgating but uh, ninety two through the fan does this tailgate thing outside of Barley House every oh, Sunday oh yeah one of those yeah okay, where like yeah. pumpkin head sets up they have like a DJ and they broadcast their show they have food vendors there and um so I guess that's a tailgate it's I, a tailgate a couple years just, ago I did that a couple times it's just not at the Muni yeah it's it's not it's not you parked with your truck or whatever having your own grill your mm-hmm. own setup and everything playing Music. cornhole yeah and, exactly and all that so, what about you Ryan have you gone to tailgates I've before? been to tailgates many times um you like them? But I'm I'm nervous because I think this one, now that you've kept people out of the Muni lot for a year and a half. Oh, it's going oh, it's to gonna be, be insane. These people gonna are going to be monsters. On They're going to be <laughs> way too drunk. It's going to be very aggressive. Um, I'm worried that like the first like quarter and a half of the game, there's going to be like nobody in the stadium. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Because if people are just gonna people are gonna just gonna be so drunk. They're not even gonna realize. They're not even gonna realize. Oh my god, it's 1.30. Yeah, the time exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Um man, it's gonna be the whole thing's gonna be jammed. Like you know how it extends. Are you gonna out. wear Texans gear? Oh, of course I am. Okay. Of course I am. Okay. I have to. I I I know how to behave in front of aggressive away fans. I've done it before. I, <laughs> I don't I don't think it'll be that bad. No, I, I don't think if you were a Ravens think, fan, yeah, it'd be yeah, a little bit different. Or, or a Steelers, Steelers or yes. Yeah. And I also I also think that the tailgate's a different situation than the game. Like when you're at the game and you react to a play, yeah. that's different than oh, oh we're all yeah, just yeah, goofing yeah. around. Yeah. Oh, you're a Texas fan, F you. Yeah, you probably like, have whatever, somebody yeah. come up from behind you, grab you around the neck, yeah, give you a nuggie yeah, or yeah, something. Or something, but, yeah. Like, Which, hey fella. I'm I'm curious. The see, Texans. <laughs> I'm curious to see how many Texans fans show up because traditionally, this is pre-COVID and pre-disastrous Texans. Uh, they have had a really good traveling group. They have about four to five hundred that are dedicated travelers. They love their so, alleged sex offenders. <laughs> okay, oh, all right. Now man. that's unfair. That's I unfair. said alleged. <laughs> no, 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 no. I said alleged. First of all, we don't claim Deshaun anymore, and that's alleged. <laughs> and that. <laughs> well, you, you did when you when you unknowingly oh, knew this was going on before I knew he was I, a I sex offender. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> of course I did. I when allegedly, he, when, allegedly. When he, when he wrote a si- a letter to the city of Houston <laughs> claiming he was going to win a Super Bowl, yeah, allegedly. of course I was. Yeah, Alleg- yeah. <laughs> that's also yeah. allegedly. No, but um, yeah, that'll never happen. <laughs> not not for a while uh no he will never win the texans a Super oh no Bowl. i'm yes no, no you're right <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. no he's never gonna play for us again yeah. get out of here uh no but i'm genuinely curious they have a pretty solid traveling fan base we'll see how it is i don't know um but yeah that'd be cool if i see a pocket of texas fan texans fans I mean, i'm sure you will it's yeah, early well. enough in the season the weather's gonna be hopefully nice i hope it doesn't rain on sunday right. but i right. don't think it's and i to. think a lot i might be crazy you might agree with this i think there's probably a lot of fans that would want to go to cleveland to experience the muni lot because like it's famous across yeah. the league so we'll yeah. see I agree with you. um predictions i'll go first i've claimed so i think let's just i think the browns are 12 point favorites yeah 12.5 12. 12. i think i actually think that's low i'm surprised <clears throat> i mean it's the nfl so you don't really see spreads that that high but this matchup yeah it is the highest spread in the league for this yeah. week um yeah i think it's can yeah. i <laughs> Am I allowed to give a realistic and a and a and a hopeful? Oh sure. Okay. Uh, let so me just re- let me just say this. It's a twelve point spread. If like the Browns win twenty four to twelve, I'm gonna be disappointed. Yeah. The I Brown- think my my realistic prediction is it's gonna be thirty eight to like fourteen. I think my hopeful I mean predict- I will be very happy if that I think happens. my hopeful prediction is that somehow, some way they perform out of their minds and it's like a a nail biter. Baker and throws it, like five picks. Something weird, and it's like twenty three to twenty, and we win on a field goal or something. I don't know. Like that. That's like the, the hopeful me, which is obviously anything. I'm not can doing happen. a podcast with you the next week Any- if that happens. <laughs> 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 anything can happen, but again, my realistic prediction is I do think it's going to be a blowout. But. Yeah, if it's thirty eight fourteen, I'm going to be very happy. But if it's like twenty four to twelve, like like if if the Browns like if they push the spread or if, if like the Texans cover. And the Browns still win, I'll be pissed because, <laughs> yeah, well, like, yeah, especially after the way that that Chiefs game ended. Like, I need, I need, I this needs to be a get right game for the Browns. It like, Nick Chubb needs to score three touchdowns because he's on my fantasy team. Uh, Baker needs to score, uh, throw like four touchdowns because we rushed for four last week and he didn't throw any. Um, I didn't even realize that, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, what? Well, well, your running game was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they I, were you just can't carving. It's not like the... we didn't rush for any. Right, like right. it's not. 
Yeah. Like people, oh, Baker didn't throw any touchdowns. Well, that's because they called run plays that went for 20 yards right. and a touchdown. Like, right. what do you want him to do? Oh, oh, absolutely. So what do you, uh, what's your prediction then? Uh, I'm going to say 34 to 16. Okay. Yeah. All right. Browns. Ryan? Browns, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, yeah. oh, I thought you meant Texans. My um, bad. For me, I think it's, you know, maybe the only way I think Houston puts up more than 17 points of Terod Taylor, who, knowing his demeanor, is not this guy, but if he came out and was just, like, super angry with Cleveland about, like, some revenge <laughs> game joke. And, like, that's, that's not That's what Jordan's hanging his hat on. Because Terod Taylor oh, has yeah. been taken over by, like, six quarterbacks in the league, including Josh he Allen. Has, he, has had, he has had a rough multiple yeah. times. I mean, I would argue three of the five think, best quarterbacks I mean, in the AFC. I think last year <laughs> was the – or last – when he got his lungs punctured was just unbelievable. Oh, yeah, that was – That's just – That's just, I, just, uh, man, that's just the, like – The fact that – I mean, his career would have been over, but the fact that he didn't, like, sue the NFL for, like, $50 million is – or the Chargers for fifty million dollars is insane. Apparently, he's a really chill guy, from what I've heard. Yeah, but, and yeah. I mean, how couldn't you be? He's made like eighty million dollars in his career. Yeah, for, yeah. for, for, for well, he he's he's been he's a, gotten beat up a little bit. He's, he's been a, he's been a, he's been a starter a decent amount of his yeah, career. So he took the Bills to the playoffs the a couple of years place, ago. Playoffs for the first time, yeah. in a while. So, but yeah, I yeah no, I mean, um, well, and you're actually going to the game, right? I am. So my really quick, my prediction. Oh yeah, sorry. I I mean your defense, Jordan is. It's improved, but it's not good. It's atrocious. Yeah. Um, I mean Justin Reed. Fine. If we, if we play the Jacksonville Jaguars I every mean, week, yeah, yeah Justin yeah, Reed's good. I don't. Justin I Reed good. is Reed's good. good. I can't name anybody else in their I defense. I don't know. I mean, you traded Bradley okay. Roby. Hargreaves is okay. Fine. Merciless was good last week. They still have forty years old. He had a sack. I don't know. So yeah. So I mean, to me, somebody's got to get him. I mean, the Chiefs' defense has. I would argue three to four players better than anyone on your team oh, except yeah. Justin Reed. And so, yeah. I to me, I think the Browns put up like 40. I almost said Roby, but I forgot which is straight. In my opinion, so. I think it's a 42 17. <sighs> See, I, I don't Browns. think we're going to put up that, mu- that, that many points because I think we're just going to run the ball all over them. Yeah, you run the ball all over them, but I mean, we talked about it just now. They scored four rushing touchdowns against the that, Chiefs. That's I mean, true. That's true. You but could I, be right. I mean, I have no idea. But yeah. Like, well, I mean, it, I'm. I'm you know, la- last year, last year we beat them ten to seven, but that's because we were playing in a monsoon. Oh, that, that was one of the worst games. The the weather, I was at that game. Miserable. Yeah, the weather was awful. That was one of the weirdest games I've ever been to. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, supposedly the weather is supposed year. to be a lot better. The uh, weather's supposed to be beautiful. Yeah. I mean, we put up what twenty nine on the Chiefs. You're predicting thirty four. I don't think it's that much of a stretch to go for. That's true. But yeah, that's true. It's an extra touchdown. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. And Baker wants but to find any. I could. I could honestly. I, I, I regardless, I do think Cleveland's going to win. I could see it being close or a big victory. I don't know. I, I just, could see it being I close for a little being, bit. I could see it being a lot of things. But yeah. Um, yeah, and you're going to the game, right? So I am going to the game. What what kind of seats do you have? We have upper deck seats. Okay. Um, because it's that. not bad. There's I mean, really not bad seats. Upper in that deck place. seats are expensive mm. for the opener. Yeah, everything is. Yeah, everything. So it's insane. <laughs> the yeah. first game my, back with fans in over a year. Yeah. yeah. My boss I mean, was like, real quick, because he asked sure. if I was going to the game. I'm like, absolutely not. And he's like, why? I was like, I can't afford the tickets. Like, what? Is, he's like, well, like you can find tickets for like 200 a piece. I'm like, yeah. Oh, I was like, you're forgetting the gap between being the CEO of a company <laughs> and being uh, a marketing guy for the company. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's awesome. Being the Twitter guy. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. Not a play playoff game. Like, <laughs> I'm not. Kidding. So, you, so 
are, what you're telling me is I'm getting a bonus? Yeah, what you're telling me is you should be paying me more. Is that, hey, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey. All jokes. It is, if, uh, it is actually really money. remarkable that I paid more for these upper deck seats to a Browns home opener than I paid for World Series seats five years ago. Uh, like, oh that is incredible to me. <laughs> But are you shocked, though? I mean, this is everything to the city of Cleveland. It, when you come to Cleveland sports, no, I know. This, this is the holy grail. You have a good team. Yeah. It's the home opener. Yeah. You know, I, we have we have three professional sports teams in the city, but we have one, and then we have two others. Right. Like, I, I love all of our professional sports teams, but like, and this isn't some like secret. Like, we all know this. Like, it's the Browns, and then it's yeah. the other two. Well, Indians are the second for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Well. There was a there was a couple year stretch where well, when the Cavs were here. exactly yeah, realistically yeah. it wasn't even Browns Cavs Indians it was Browns LeBron Indians like that was basically. really yeah. what it was yeah yeah basically speaking of the Indians now that we've talked about Texans Browns uh, Ryan is a diehard Indians fan they are are they your favorite Cleveland team or would you I am say one Browns? of the rare people that has okay. the Indians ahead of the Browns he's yeah he's one of the the like one of the rare like like uh, younger people that yes. do that like. Like there's a lot of old school baseball purist Cleveland sure. fans that Older just ones, love yeah. that will that will go to the game with the headphones, headphones on, will little, listen to Tom Hamilton, yes. and have yeah. the scorecard. Have the scorecard. Yeah. So that's, Ryan, why are that's you? That's Ryan in 30 years. Why would you say that you've uh, chosen the Indians to be your favorite team? Um, so I think it's a multitude of things. First of all, I think the way I was raised with my family we were just big Indians fans, and I was just kind of yeah, started. okay, yeah. But I mean, I was someone that memorized the Indian schedule when I was four years old like down sure, to the T sure, and yeah. it was just such a special like connection with me. I love baseball and then now I'm a math teacher. And so ah, baseball, and math, <laughs> baseball, ahead, yeah. you look at the scoreboard and there hmm. are 600 different numbers and averages and they change constantly. Yeah. And the math teacher in me really loves that. And also there's something what about is with it. us and math teachers named Brian. Uh, oh yeah. That's our, uh, our third host. Yeah. Shout out wow. to uh, coach trash Panda. Uh, <laughs> and the Benny Bengals. It's a great baseball team, but um, oh, man. yeah. So I mean, for me, the Indians are—they have a whole very special place in my heart. Well, and you—you you would consider baseball your favorite sport, yes? Absolutely. Okay, yeah. yeah. So that—that's also that. Is, that makes yeah, I think that, rare for people our age, but yeah. Hey, they're there though. Uh, so as an Indian, we, me and Dan don't necessarily have to talk too much about this. I'm curious because sure. we've talked about it so many times. I'm curious your thoughts on the name change and the logo. Um, and if you're disappointed that they won't be the Indians moving forward. So I, I've moved. I was very upset when they first announced it. Um, but now I've kind of gone into, you know, an acceptance mode. I think their sure. process isn't grieving. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and so, like, you know, I, I did not like the name Guardians. I remember telling you immediately yeah, when I it was named. That. I was yeah, like, that is the last it. thing I wanted them to be named. Yeah. Um, I was a Commodores it, guy. But Amen. So right. was yeah, I. Dan was a big Commodores was a cool. I thought yes. it was really historical. Has I'm so sick of the Guardians. They're creepy. I don't like them. But <laughs> oh, you mean the statues on the bridge? Yes, the statues on the bridge themselves. They kind of remind strange. me of the Lord of the Rings they, like, statues. Have you ever you looked at their about? eyes? There's no eyes. Yeah. It's just blank. It's creepy. Do you know what I'm talking about? In Lord of the Rings in the, in the Fellowship, where they pass those giant statues. That's what they remind. I mean, Absolutely. I like them, but you know. But I've I've gotten over it. I I'm someone that. For me, it's not the name on the jersey. I mean, I love Cleveland. Right. I know it's on the beer, but like, sure. I you know, I love Cleveland enough. And you know, knock on wood, I think Jose Ramirez and Shane Bieber and all the guys that yeah. I really like on the team are still going to be there next year. And hopefully, oh, Tito. You never know. But I, I root for those guys. I root for 
the tradition. I love that ballpark. I love oh, everything. Beautiful about ballpark. That, yeah. That idea and just baseball in general. And I'm not going to switch teams now. Yeah, of course. Right. Um, you know, I mean, I never looked at the oh, Indians' yeah. name. Like, I was never going to be, you know, like, oh, I, I, I didn't feel like there was racist intent personally behind it, but I sure. understand why it needs to be changed. Yeah. yeah. I'm realistic. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, here's here, like, like the way I looked at it was, uh, okay, yeah, Chief Wahoo. Okay, I get it. Like, yeah. yeah, get rid of it. Okay, fine. That's whatever. I, I and I've said it on the podcast numerous times. I don't find the name Indians for the team inherently like racist or sure. like racially abusive or anything mm-hmm. like that. I get it if people if people of uh, Native American background uh, find it a bit of offensive. Okay, fine, then change it. it. It's not like it's not going to kill me. They're still going to be my baseball team. Yeah. But I I personally didn't really think the name Indians needed to be changed. I think it was. Uh, a lot of uh, uh, "quote unquote" wokeness going around. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was very reactionary. But I, but but if, if they change it, like, okay, fine. Like, I'm not really gonna be like, oh, God, this is stupid. Like, we need to stop. Like, yeah, like all that. Like, whatever. Who cares? They're still gonna be the. I will say, I'm with you. I ha- I. At first, I didn't like that. I take that back. Rewind. At first, I didn't mind the name Guardians. I was like, sure. okay, it's fine. Whatever. When they came out with that stupid logo. <laughs> <laughs> and it all ties together. I hate that logo. That baseball yeah. with the G is the ear. I get oh, it. Oh, it looks so silly. I get it. Like that's the that's the that's the thing that's on the ears their heads the, or whatever. But it's but don't put it on a. Yeah. I almost slipped. <laughs> don't put it on a baseball. Like yes, it looks stupid. Silly. And now it ties into the name with me. So like I don't see the name and the logo as differentiating. I, it's all one thing to me. So now I hate the name Guardians. Yeah. The only thing that I found a saving grace for me is I do like the new C more than the block C. I, I agree with you. And with the baseball thing, Dave. I agree See, with you. That is so is strange worse. to me. I, the block C goes back to like 1916. Like it I does, like it. But I like the crooked C, I think, from the 70s is my See, favorite. See, I think that would have been better. I think that would have been better. But yeah. Um, yeah, I have oh, yeah. that I have that on a hat, actually. Yeah, I, I love that, that C. I love that hat. Yeah, I I don't, like, hat. If you're going to do a nod, a nod to history, go back to that C. Yes. I, I just. God and it and it I'm not it pisses it it like the the new C doesn't match with the Guardians font not at all and it doesn't match with uh it doesn't match but I like it still better than the block I C do like it but I to me it's like the block C is like oh you hit C on a typewriter and you're like okay yeah that's the logo <laughs> like, that's why I don't like the block C it's just too yeah. like it was the same thing as the script I. I thought the script I oh, was the worst terrible. logo the Cleveland oh, no, that I had. That I agree with. That was That hideous. was the worst. Horrible. I don't know why. It always sticks in my mind that there were pretzels in the stadium that were sold that were in the shape of that stupid eye. Nope. I refused to get a pretzel nope. for a long time. Yeah, do a, do a script, but no, back do a script to C then. Saying, do a script um, C. Like, the block C is just... Yes. There's. It's not iconic. Like, if you're going to do something that boring, it has to be the Yankees. Like, they're, like their yeah. letter logo. It has to be the Tigers. That like, their letter logo. since, like, 1901 when the season yes. started. Or the Sox. And or... also, like, I, I just – the real side note here is just, like, I cannot stand these people that are like, well, they're losing a fan in me after October right. 4th when they change to the <laughs> so, Guardians. I'm so like, silly. dude, I know you, That's the and I know, I know the kind of person you are. And you're the person that has not bought a ticket in seven years and still right. complains about right. Dolan. And right. I'm like, dude, you got to buy a ticket if you're going to complain about Dolan. That's right. the opposite right. end like, of the spectrum. Like I mentioned, like with the name Indians and like the wokeness and whatever. Like that is the opposite end of the spectrum. That's also that's freaking so annoying. over the top and yeah. annoying. Yeah, it's just oh god. Yeah, it's like our our our, our effed up political system is just seeping into everything else in our lives, <laughs> and it, I just want to throw up. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's like, going to be you weird. Can't, you it's can't gonna, you, you can't be down the middle anymore. I, you can't. Right. Well, that's actually sometimes. Well, it's not the mainstream thought, but some of the extremes look at people in the middle with more hatred than they do the yeah. other side. Right. But, mm-hmm. Again, I don't think that's a mainstream thought, but you know. But I think a, people on the other sides yeah. push the people in the middle to the side. Right. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's so right. that's seeping into every single aspect of Everything. our life. Everything. Yep. Like, yeah. like sports takes and mm-hmm. like, like, oh my and god, food like, takes. <laughs> yeah. Um, incredible. So, getting back to the Indians, though. So, I know you and me are for sure going. Dan's a maybe. If you are interested, we have yeah, he has extra tickets. Deets. We'll talk about it later. But. Um, yeah, I kind of want to be a part of history, and uh, yeah. you know, I, I'm not an Indians fan, but my mom is, my sister is, a lot of my cousins are. So I don't, I, I, I always like the Indians. I root for them when the Astros aren't doing good or aren't in the playoffs. Um, and I know what Dan's about to do, uh, <laughs> but um, so I'm excited to go to the game uh, after he does this because this is definitely going to uh, take some time. <laughs> Wait for this one, it's pretty predictable. Did you expect that? Did you expect that? Didn't hear that one. Before. I've never. Yeah. It, it's, it's an interesting one. I've never heard these it. jokes. Trash cans. Banging out a trash no, it's can. like when I went to the Astros Indians game. I was talking about trash cans. Oh, by the way, I don't want to go on another tangent, but how about the how about Uh-oh. the Mets Yankees this weekend when the Mets were accusing the Yankees of whistling to steal signs? Yes. Interesting. That's which, happening a lot about around baseball. Which apparently that's illegal now. Which, well, because thank you Astros. No, yeah, but like, no, that was even before, even before the. They no, were, but I mean, like, yeah, yeah. no, but I mean, like, it's like, like that sort of stuff was like unwritten rule type sure. stuff. Like yeah. that happened all the time. Like, but now the Astros effed everything up for everybody. So now, like, anytime anybody has a hint of somebody stealing, like stealing signs happen in every single Absolutely. game up until 2018. So the difference to me, Dan, and what I've kind of been explained to by a lot of baseball people is that. Stealing signs in second, that's part of the game. If you're yeah. running on second, you can steal signs and you can pick it up. That's yeah. all you. Right. The problem with the whistling, and then earlier this week, the Orioles were yelling on delay every time that the <laughs> every time that the Blue Jays pitcher was on a slider. <laughs> no one cares because it's Toronto and Baltimore right, and not two right. New York teams. But you can't do it from the dugout because you're able to look at the TV. There's no sure. way you're picking up the signs. Something's from the going on. Yeah, you shouldn't yeah. be looking at technology. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of yeah. the vibe once technology gets brought into it. Yeah, that's then it's like, it's like then, yeah. then it's too far. Then it becomes yeah. a competitive that's advantage. Like yeah. if somebody yes, can pick up your, can somebody can pick up your signs with that's your a eyes, skill. or if a, or if a pitcher tips his pitches by like the way he moves his glove when he's going to throw a fastball or whatever, like that's fair game. That's Absolutely. on them for tipping their pitches. Once you start videotaping and you know. Obviously, we, that's yes. beaten like a dead horse that yes. Jordan doesn't want to bring up. But, but you guys just keep paying attention. I mean, yeah. as a pitcher, it's your responsibility to keep paying I just, attention and work with your catcher. I just thought sure. that was hilarious. And then, oh, yeah. and then Lindor with he hit the three home runs on uh, Sunday night, and he was he was doing the Which, whistle. Uh, uh, look, I don't care. I know you guys might be weird about him, but I I'm fine. I don't. Uh, you have to hate the Yankees more. I would imagine. I don't. Know. I don't. Uh, to Personally, me, like I don't hate the Yankees. I oh, I remember you. Yeah, we've had this. Conversation. I don't like. Because I thought it was awesome when Lindor. The whole thing where Lindor plays for another team, I don't dislike. He just the things he said after. No, it's just like I don't dislike Lindor because he's going. He's trying to get his money, and he knew the Indians weren't going to pay him. No. And it's not that the Indians didn't want to pay him; as they felt like they couldn't pay him. So like it's like a catch twenty two. Where like who do you like who do you really blame in the? You blame baseball's economics in that process because, that like. Do I do I think if the Indians wanted to bite the bullet and actually pay him, they could? Yes. Yeah, of course they could. They but could. they didn't want to because they have yeah. a system. They have a financial system in place where mm-hmm. they don't want you know they don't want to tie up that money. Pe- in people one forget for a lot of these clubs, it's more a business than it is. Right. It is. For like and like you yeah. said, Dan. I mean, like 
Sorry, I get really excited. Baseball, no, but like no. the NFL and the NBA. If he's playing in the NBA or the NFL right now, he's still in Cleveland, in my opinion. Probably maybe not the NBA, yeah. but definitely no. in the NFL. You're right. You NFL, see, you however, see, NBA. Well, it could. No, it could. Right. You because see some demand a trade. He would, he would demand a trade to like a big market. But you do see some smaller market teams pay out a lot of money in the NBA. I mean, Milwaukee's yeah. a great example. Yeah. But it, 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 yeah. if you surround him, like like early in his career, he was surrounded with a lot of talent. But as right. he got older, because he like, was cheap. Right. As he got older, right. like the Indians started, like the last few years, they started stripping away, stripping away a little bit. If yeah. that were to happen in the NBA, he'd demand a trade. Oh, like, of course. Right away. Of as, course. Soon, as soon as but like as soon my as argument it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily right. mean a big market in the NBA as much as who's the hot team. <laughs> Like Milwaukee's well, not a big market, but they're a hot team right now. Yeah, but, same with Cleveland, but, 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 out, right, but outside right. but outside of Giannis, they don't have any other super. Like they're not trading. Like like oh yeah, like I understand. Drew Holiday's yeah. really good, and he played really well Middleton, for them in the playoffs. But Middleton, or wait, but Middleton, but Middleton, fine. yeah, they have Middleton. Yeah. But Middleton yeah. was there. He grew with Giannis. It's right. not like right. it's not like Giannis and turned into a superstar and they traded. Yeah, who signed there? Brooke Lopez. I mean, that's I think their biggest off free agent signing. Yeah. But no, back nobody's to the Indians, going like, like like the reason why like Giannis would never play in Milwaukee if he wasn't drafted there. No, yeah. no, I understand that. I just think it's more likely in the NBA that if you won a title or yeah. or got close, they might wait a couple more years. Unlike other sports, where right? Well, bounce. like so, like right. so, like Chris Paul got traded to the Suns, and the Suns became really good. But right. He, but if 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 uh, Oklahoma City went to him, and be like, who do you want to get traded to? He's not going to say the Suns. Probably not. He would have yeah, said right. that he would have said the Lakers. I want to go play with LeBron. Right. Which he did re-sign with the Suns, though, right? He did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, because they offered. Well, because well, well, he's $37 million, and they offered him $120 yeah, million. which, si, wow, we're deep in the rabbit hole right now. But that is one of the biggest rip-offs. I know he's a good player, but come on, that's insane. Yeah, no. But every time Anyways. the NBA signs a contract, I mean, it just gets more and more. That cap is just growing you so You see what Gordon got NBA. today? Ninety-two million. Aaron Gordon. Yeah, four years, ninety-two. That's oh my 20, not, goodness! And you know what's incredible what, is that any million? other for his ability in the NFL or the MLB, that'd be like why? But in the NBA, it's like that's I normal. Still to me. think it's why. It's but weird it's to really look at. That's really point. not that much. economically. Yeah. That's not that much in the NBA. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. It just bothers me. Like when, like when the Cavs won the championship and they gave Tristan Thompson an eighty million dollar contract. Yeah. My brother and lost when, his damn mind. I'm when, like, I'm like, in two years, that contract's not going to be so that big. Mozgov got that. Tristan right. Thompson's <laughs> contract of eighty million like, then is probably like one thirty, yeah. one forty. Everybody, yeah. when, when Josh Allen signed his contract a couple like a month ago, and it's for two hundred sixty eight million dollars, mm-hmm. he's making forty two million dollars in two three years. That's not going to be cheap. right. Yeah. That's why. That's why I want like. That's why I wanted the Browns to re-sign, like, sign Baker to an extension this offseason. Yeah, yeah. Like, if Baker plays as well as we all, like, yeah. expect him to play this year, he's going to get $45 million next year. Right. Yeah. On an extension. Um, Yeah, no, for sure. Back to the Indians, though, before we wrap it up. I want to I wanna get, Ryan, I want to get your opinion or, sure. or perspective and all that, like, We'll be at that last game. Do you expect it to be a sellout? Do you think it's going to be jam-packed? Do you, like, what are you expecting? So that? here's my take. That weekend's going to be interesting. There's going to be so many people from Chicago and Cleveland that weekend. Here's why. They're <clears> playing <throat> the White Sox at home. The White Sox are going to win the division. It's set right. and done. Right. And the Chicago Bears are playing the Cleveland Browns at first energy. Oh, that's what? <laughs> so, oh, my wow. goodness. Both wow. Chicago teams are here. There's going to be a lot of – Unless you're a Cubs of... fan, I would if I were if I were a Browns fan – put it this way. If the yeah. Indians and the Browns are playing in Chicago yep. next that next weekend, I'm there. You fly in Saturday. Absolutely. You go to the Indians Chicago. You know, try Indians. game Sunday or Saturday night. Go to the Browns, Browns game, game Sunday. Sunday. You know what else too so is I that think Saturday yeah. night will be a sellout yeah. for the Indians. I don't think Sunday will just because yeah, of that. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, it, it will be, and unfortunately, there will probably be ten thousand Sox fans there. 
Yeah. You it, know, you know what's crazy too is the Sox are really battling for home field advantage against potentially Houston absolutely. or and the whoever White Sox are one of the worst teams on the they road play. and really elite at home. Yeah. The so White Sox are, I think, so that 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 series that series is going to mean everything to them. It will. And so. we play them I believe 5 times in 4 days. <laughs> That's a little excessive. You, you mentioned uh, the Astros. <laughs> uh, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like white the White Sox are going to be – like, how, how – how, I bet you would be – would you guys like it if the Indians, like, effed up the White Sox home of course, field advantage? Absolutely. Like, that's what I'm saying. So, right. That's what I'm saying. So, am I going yeah. to – am I necessarily going to, like, like if they don't, like, care? No, I'm not going to care. No, but, like, that could be some incentive to – The out. insane thing to me is that you almost, as your roommate – I've almost decided I'm going to root for the Astros when they play. Because I think oh. it's almost inevitable that the Astros and the White Sox are going to play each other. Do not get me wrong. The Rays, if once the Rays play, whoever wins that, yeah, no, for the Rays. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But don't sleep on a Rosarena, maybe. Absolutely maybe. not. Don't sleep on the, the Blue Jays. The Rays Jays. in general are oh, the Blue sick. Jays, too, yeah. The Blue Jays are good. That dump truck, Vlad Guerrero Jr. Jays are scary but do they right have, now. I don't think they are because I don't think they're the pitching. Oh, that's a good, that's a good point. That's no. a good point. But that's I think that I just cannot I am a big stand, fan of Bo Bichette, though. I cannot stand the White Sox. Oh, I know. I don't like these new White Sox. I think they're arrogant. I think. Well, it starts and ends with their manager of me. Tony La Russa is such an ass. Such a. He's the worst. I mean, what he did. I mean, he almost ruined. I think he ruined that kid's career. That Jeremy Mercedes guy. He. I think he ruined his career. Yeah. Because he talked smack about the guy for hitting a home run up twelve nothing with a. Here's the thing. Which is so dumb. Here's the thing. He can have. He can have that opinion and say that. Say that in the clubhouse. And back up your player to the media. Yes. That's 100%. all you have to do. 100%. Yeah, you're right. All he has to do is support his player. And, and then, then the tell media then, say, say we're dealing with it in, in-house. Yeah, and if Absolutely. he wants, which it's so dumb that this is a discussion, but it is how it is in baseball. If he has a problem with that, you can tell that player, like you said, privately, like, hey, this club, when I'm running it, we yeah. don't do that here. Yeah. But you don't have to run. Anyway, yeah. That's yeah, not, say it in the clubhouse. Also, why are you hiring an 82-year-old man to coach a bunch of guys in their Who has so many what is dumb he's not controversies? Is he? I believe he is 82. He's close if he's not. He's, he's No, old. he's not 82. He's like in his 70s. But I thought he was like 75. I don't know why which, in my which, brain there was a coach that was 82. You know what it is? There was a coach for the Mets that was 82, the pitching coach. Oh, and it was geez. the most old man ever. And I was like, oh, my God. Well, cool. was 76. Okay. That's, that's still old. so yeah. old. I wish we had a cough button. Hit the cough button to shut your mic off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Cool. Well. Um. Great manager. Twenty. Years either way, I think it should be right. A he was fun. a great manager when he managed the Cardinals. When yeah. in 2006, they won 83 games. And they won the World Series. Yes. Yeah. That was 15 years ago. No. No. I don't think anyone's. I mean, he he's, was old then. He's still yes. managing the White Sox pretty well. He's just kind of a dick. Like he's not like. Like, like li- listen, how old Tony Larusa is. He won the World Series in 2006 with the St. Louis Cardinals. He was a, basically the same age as Terry Francona is now. Yeah. Wow. 15 He's years, 15 Terry years Francona, older than we Terry think of Francona. Terry Francona as being very old. And honestly, like not to go at you, Jordan, not to you, but like, is he managing the White Sox well? I don't like know. they're eighty-two. Oh, I, thought and you, I thought you were going to bring up Dusty Baker because he's old as ass. He is too. Old. No, Dusty Baker's Dusty's fine. Dusty's seventy-two, but he's managing yeah. that team well. Wearing, wearing that his, team's had some his, issues this year. Wearing his wristbands. The White Sox have it. Everybody right. his wristbands. Yeah. They should have more wins. I mean, I don't think he's that good of a manager at this. Point. Yeah, that's fair. No, that's they're they're very talented. Anyway, do do you think do you think Tito's going to come back next year? I almost hope not because I just want to move on. Because I don't think he's here for the long haul if he comes back next year. But I also love Terry Francona so 
freaking much. That yeah, I, it is weird it because like it, it almost seems like his health is like like uh, hovering over the franchise. Here's what I will say. I I think Sandy Alomar is the manager in waiting whenever Tito decides he wants to retire. Why didn't he be the interim manager this year like he was last year? Because we had a bench. Co- so last year we didn't have a bench coach. Our bench coach was gone. Oh, last that's right. Year. This year we have a bench coach. That makes, Hale. that makes sense. That makes sense. Chain I, of succession. Personally, yeah. I don't know that I want Sandy Alomar to be the manager as yeah. much as and I know that's a I, hot take as a Cleveland fan who's supposed to love and I love Sandy Alomar. Sandy's one of my favorite players of all time. I did not like how he managed the team I don't last think year. he managed the team well and I don't yep. think I want to see it over 162 games. And I don't right. think that it, it would take a lot for them to fire him and I feel like he'll just be a lame duck for a long time. Yeah. I agree with you and I and I this ownership group in this uh, front office, like if they made Sandy Alomar the manager, I don't know if they have the stones to fire him. Absolutely not. So I feel like we would, if he didn't succeed, we would just be floundering in mediocrity for we would however be. long. Absolutely, and I just I don't want to do that. That's why I, I just hope. That's why I just hope hope all this all this health stuff and you know it's yeah. it's. Because I would Hoping. like to just have a young – I think a younger manager for this team might yeah. help at some point. I think Tito, you can't get rid of Tito. I, right. I, he's the best – in my opinion, the best manager the Indians have right. ever had in their 120-year history. Yeah, if, if he leaves, it's on his accord. It is. Like it's, you can't I can't do this him. anymore. You let him go as long as he wants. 100%. But you're kind of – you have this core that especially mm. if the salary floor g- gets put in place by the CBA, and I'm not going to get on all that. That's God, crazy. I hope so. But if that happens, you should be able to extend that core of like Quantrill, Savali, Bieber, Jose, and Framil. And you have such a good minor league system. What you a big boost! Around what a that. big boost that's been, by the way. Quantrill, Quantrill has blossoming been my like he guy, like he has. Because when we got him, when is, we got him, uh, he was a reliever, and a lot of people were saying like, "Oh, he's he's actually a starter." He is a starter. And then yeah, he struggled a little bit when he first got here, but he's yeah. been. He's and how been, good is that? Really quick, how good does that Clevenger trade look? I mean. I, you, you got really good. I, I mean, didn't. Trade, I didn't like it. Whatever happened? People get so angry about he us had, trading. Did, did he have pitchers. Tommy John? Yeah, he yeah. did. But like, you get John. so angry about these trading okay. pitchers. But like, you get a good catch, a good defensive catcher in Hedges <laughs> and Cal Quantrill, who's better than Clevenger. Bauer, you get Fran Mill and Kluber, you get Emmanuel Classe. I don't think these trades are as bad as people act talk like about, they are. Talk about uh, uh, getting rid, getting uh, jumping off the. Bauer experiment uh, at the God. right time. Oh my and God! Cooper, Cooper yeah. pitched one inning for Texas, I think. So, yeah. like, good trade there too. Yeah, I, and we got a, a guy that throws a hundred and three miles I an hour too. He's my favorite pitcher to watch him. Baseball. Throws what? A, like a ninety-eight mile an hour slider? That's the yeah. It's a cutter. He cutter, throws that cutter a hundred and three. Like uh, Chapman, everyone everyone loses their mind on Chapman. Chapman throws a fastball that's going straight at you. That cutter is moving yeah, it's across Rajay away Davis. from you as it's going that fast. Well, didn't uh, Rajay hit a slider, didn't he? No, that was a fastball down was in it? I believe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Class A. Oh. Man. He, I mean, he does look like Chapman. He's big. He's stocky. Like Yeah, he can pitch, but, but he's also uh, Chapman's old now. He's young. Yeah, Chapman's old, and he likes to beat up women, allegedly. Well, yeah. well, no, that's not allegedly. Didn't he get in trouble for that? He did get suspended for that. Yeah. Chapman? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the whole yeah. reason he, he wasn't traded the Indians. 100%. He, yeah. deal with he also, and, uh, he also fired a gun in a room with his girlfriend. Him and, him and, uh, him and your boy, Azuna. No, we don't have him anymore. I know, but you did. He was your boy. It's not my no, choice. Not <laughs> That's not, you act like I, I could say <laughs> I, the same to you. I'm sure Bauer did some shit when oh, he was I'm in sure Cleveland. No, I mean, Bauer... I think yeah. we all knew he was garbage before oh, yeah. he was yeah, garbage. Yeah, he's not, he's not a great, like, we liked him because he was good at throwing the baseball. But even, like, when he was on the Tribe, like, I would not have been, like, looking at my little brother like, hey, that's a role model right there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, right. that's just yeah, not right. Guy. Yeah, the guy that, the guy that 
Although I, I will say with, with everything that happens like behind the scenes in baseball with like players and girls and all that, like him coming out and saying like, yeah, with a girl, like I tell her like, we're not in a relationship. Like I'm going to like, yeah, I, I think I they like, should. Do I feel that. like a lot That's of fair. players, do. but I'm then sure they do. But, but I respected him for that. Then now that everything's now come out, weird. I'm like, yeah, now it's oh, kind of... okay. There, I hope other there people was obviously were... a reason why right. he did that. It also concerns me because like him and Clevenger both have like a little bit like not Clevenger to the extent of power at all. Have oh yeah, Clevenger past. went like he he got dragged through social media by he his did ex because it did a bunch of stuff. But like yeah. Bieber like loved them when he was a rookie, and so I'm hoping Shane yeah. Bieber like turned. I mean, I know he got engaged, and Shane Bieber's so awesome. But yeah. like, I think Shane Bieber is, you know, what uh, you know. Obviously, this this season's over. We're not making the playoffs. Whatever. Like, no. what a, what a, what are you looking for uh, in the off season next? Supposedly, like. Ant- Antonetti said they're going to increase the payroll. I would inc- expect them to increase the payroll because right now it's at the level of the Pirates. I would never expect them. They're never going to get back to – The Pirates, you say. They're never going to get back to, like, 2017, you know, levels where they're spending, like, $160 million on this fr- on the payroll where now it's 49. Right. But I would love to see, like, Michael we're, Conforto is per- – I've told you this a lot, Jordan. Where, uh, you, you mentioned sorry. the Pirates. Where are they from? Pittsburgh. Oh, God. Good morning. Fell into that trap. <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, who doesn't hate Pittsburgh? God. But Michael Conforto Jordan is the person the city, that I really apparently. like. I like the city. I hate the sports. The city sucks. You, I, I know you're not as much of a hockey person, but I hate the Penguins. Oh, I hate the Penguins too. Every, I, mean, I hate them all. What do you mean? Fiber of my body. If you I'm hate a, the Steelers, I'm, I think you have to hate the Pirates and the Penguins as well. Before the Blue Jackets, I was a Red Wings fan. Oh, that's right. When the Blue no, Jackets, right. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot right, when the Blue Jackets right, right. came, I became yeah, a yeah. Blue Jackets fan. I hate right. the Penguins. No, you're right. You're right. I forgot. I forgot about that. F. Yager, F. Lemieux, Ugh. F. Crosby, Ugh. F. Uh, what's the other guy? Uh, all of them. I uh, forgot the other yeah. big guys. Malkin. F Mal- that guy. Oh, God. Oof, I don't like Yeah, him. all those guys. Yeah, big yeah. hockey podcast here. <laughs> yeah, we're a big hockey fan. We need to have uh, all of them. Hoff Get them out of here. We need to have the Hoff on. We do. Uh, yeah, yeah. Talk hockey. Talk some nice. stick. He's a big Blue Jackets guy. But no, back yeah. to the Tribe really quick. Like, I yeah. think yeah, yeah. Conforto would be a great target for the Tribe. They need a lefty bat they can hit. He's on the Mets, right? He's on the Mets right now. He's yeah. a free agent. I think I'm, ti- I'm kind of tired of them giving these one year. I'd like to see them sign a longer-term deal. Kind of in the vein of like Enwood and Carnacion, where we gave him three years, four three years. years, yeah. Um, because like these one-year deals with guys that are kind of washed up, Eddie Rosario is a great example, yeah. are just not working. So might as well just commit to pay them for three years, and yeah. hopefully they work for two. Yeah, um, I think I think the I think the Rosario like the Rosario thing was like this year was such like uncharted waters. Like we're coming out of yes. a pandemic. Like it was a funky. Like signing. they 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 cut a bunch. Like they they cut they cut the payroll to a point where they couldn't like actually field a major league roster yeah, so like they had to sign some guys yeah um i think the rest of the season you just got to find out about guys figure out who can fit and who can't excuse me um do you but, think they do you think they try and extend beaver and uh, jose i would like to see them do i and if you can't extend beaver and jose because they're too expensive and there's not a salary floor next year then so, extend you know Guys that aren't going to be so expensive. Example like Quantrill, Savali, and Franmil. If you could expect do what do three, what they've done in the past. Like, yes, like the, the they Indians extended Kipnis and Bauer and Kluber Brantley. and Carrasco and Brantley all in the yeah. same offseason. And, and Ramirez too. Extend all those ago. guys and then build around that. Extend club. them on the cheap. Yeah, the um, Indians are, are you have notorious a lot of for doing that. Coming, you have a lot of good pieces, and I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I I would argue that your starting five in your rotation next year. 
is top five to ten, in, at least ten. But I would argue top five in baseball. If they stay healthy, exactly. If you stay yeah. healthy, I mean, Bieber, Savali, Quantrill, and one, two, three, Plesak. and then Plesak's fifth, I think, after McKenzie. Yeah, I mean that's that's a scary rotation yeah. if it's right. <laughs> think of that. You have your fifth starter has no hit stuff because mm-hmm. he's almost Absolutely. he's almost thrown a no hitter a couple times this year. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's insane. The Indians develop pitching better than any organization. Maybe. Yeah, that's insane. Like think of, think of the amount of like like ace level pitchers the Indians have traded over the it's last incredible. five years. Incredible, and they're still and they're still stacked. Yeah, and Eli they would have Morgan being the sixth guy. I don't mind at all. They would have been even more stacked if they had pulled off that trade with the Dodgers for Lindor uh, last offseason. Well, with May and Lux. Offseason, la- yeah. If they would have gotten May and Lux. I yeah. I mean, I was someone that was banging on the trade Lindor thing for, like two years ago because yeah. I. Never thought he was as good as people acted like he was, just because yeah. of his like peripheral stats. But yeah. and you knew that the team was never going to resign him. And I'll be honest with you, if you get Ahmed Rosario out of that, and you never you got two lottery tickets, like fine. Yeah. Ahmed Rosario is a solid baseball player. Yeah, and he's proven that this year. He's bat. He's his av- He's batting like two ninety. Like, yeah, two ninety. Yeah, good amount of doubles. Whew, that's a oh. lot of baseball. I thought I we weren't going to talk. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's pretty much the last time we'll talk. It was about good it though. For a while. It was good though. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I can, I haven't thought about who they might try and sign in the off season. Conforto would be interesting. Um, are you sold on Zimmer? Oh, absolutely not. No. I is, mean, yeah, it, he has power every like five, had, like two weeks. Yeah. He has a big home run, but other than that, I mean, and I it's don't just want, a health thing too. I don't want to pay an outfielder that's can't stay on the field. And is going to bet two forty five. I don't want to pay him three and a half million if I'm on a low payroll. I don't think it's worth it. Yeah, is that what he's slated to make? I would imagine in arbitration, eh, maybe like two and a half. But like, yeah, in arbitration, he's going to make a good amount of money. And yeah, yeah. Whatever happened to Naquin? Naquin is killing the ball in Cincinnati. Is he? Know. Well, I know. He, I know. Like the first month, he hit like ten home runs. He was or killing it then, and I think he's still batting like a, probably a good two sixty. I'd have to look, but. I mean, he's, that's good for him. The crazy part is he's the third best outfielder in Cincinnati, but he's played really well oh, yeah, for them. They have Castellanos. They have and, Castellanos and Winker who have yeah. just like torn the cover off the ball. But I mean, Naquin—that's that's the, the one guy. That's the one guy. Last offseason, I was fine with you letting everybody else go, but you could have paid him a million and a half bucks. <coughs> yeah, I never understood that. Stuff, and you you solidify, hey, that's our right fielder. Yeah, I day. never understood that. I never did either. That was I, frustrating. The, I also yeah. didn't understand why we traded Luplo because I thought him and Naquin together. Lublo hitting lefties and Naquin hitting righties would have been really effective, but you yeah. know I'm not a GM for a reason. <laughs> All righty, how are we doing on time, Dan? Uh, we're a little over an hour. We're okay. We have, we have time for the yeah. draft. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Well, Ryan, honestly, I'm I'm real glad you came on and talked baseball because you give a different perspective than really all of us uh, have on the game. So yeah, yeah. Uh, we, so stuff. we so we we previewed the Browns game. Uh, <clears> if you want to listen to our react to. Uh, the week one loss at the Chiefs. Uh, check out our social media. You can listen to our post game show. Uh, it was a really good post game show. I thought, especially for a loss, I thought um, uh, it was really interesting. Uh, myself, Ryan, uh, Coach Trash Panda, and uh, Twitterless Steve. Uh, we did a. Uh, uh, we had a. We had a. As best a time we could have, uh, given the way we lost that game. Um, Talking about some stuff. I, I will say before we do the draft, um, I was pleasantly, I guess, relieved uh, throughout the day 
keeping an eye on national media uh, talking about uh, Lamar Jackson because they were in the same draft. They're always compared. Baker Mayfield was skewered yesterday because he threw an interception on the final drive of the game. Uh, Lamar Jackson uh, fumbled, fumbled away the lead, fumbled in the fourth quarter, and then fumbled the game away in overtime. So I wanted a lot of the media to keep that same. I kept tweeting, I'm like, keep the same energy, because I feel like Lamar Jackson gets every single break in the world from our national media because he can run really fast, and Baker, if he breathes the wrong way, gets destroyed by the media and it yeah. drives me nuts like yeah it was a mistake he threw an interception he threw, yeah. was he trying to throw the ball out of bounds and he got tripped as he was throwing it yes like i, I don't understand why people can't understand that fact like that's right. what he was trying to do I, I would argue that most people are favorable about baker in the in the game i understand some people and oh for, it's not that way in the media first reaction to that looked like it was a really bad play but then you see what you happened look at and it again. you realize well, right, Romo it, said it right during the broadcast yeah, yeah. right away like he's throwing he's trying to throw the ball out of bounds he's away. trying to make a right. play yeah right and i mean i, I the think same energy. And, and even me and i'm a baker hater to a certain degree not necessarily because of his success or anything, just because he's oklahoma and i just don't really care horns down but exactly that's why i don't like him but um I think Baker played really well, and I think most people recognize that. He played one of his – I think a lot of people were just reactionary because they were so upset about what happened at the end of the game. I think a lot of people roast Lamar Jackson as well, at least in recent years. I understand what you're saying. From an outsider's perspective – I can understand. Oh, I don't. I mean, I don't think. Out, I don't think it's even. I don't think it's even. Uh, even debatable that Lamar Jackson gets way more benefit of the doubt than. I think now he does. I think at the beginning he was. He got a lot he, of. Flack I think he for, was criticized. Well, before yeah, he started. Before he started. Before he started playing. Yeah, That's because people I mean. were saying like, "Oh, he needs to change positions. He needs right. to play wide And I think. I think he took his oh, yeah. flack, and in the same way, I think. Uh, I think Baker has taken his flack, and I think he's overcome a lot of that now. Well, I'll say this. And I'm very much and, and, and I've I've prefaced this by saying that if Lamar Jackson played for any other team other than the team he plays for or Pittsburgh, I would like him a whole lot more. But mm-hmm. the fact True. that he plays yeah. for the Ravens, I, I can't, can't stand him. like him. I've said numerously, numerous times, I think he's the most gifted athletically as far as being able to run at the quarterback position, even more so than Michael Vick. But I don't think he's ever going to be successful in the playoffs as a quarterback. I just don't because he can't throw. And you saw that you saw that last night. He made one throw last night. Everything outside of the number, he cannot do it. But back to your media thing, I mean, and let's just throw in the other guy from their draft class, Josh Allen. Yeah. Josh Allen did not have a good game against Right. Did he get killed? And no. I don't feel I'll agree with you on Josh on Allen. For some reason, everyone gives Josh Allen a pass. And Josh Allen's a great And Yeah, he is a good quarterback. I, Josh I, Allen's really good. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he I'll, sucked on but Sunday. But you have to accountable. And I'm pissed at him now, too, because he's playing the Steelers. Yes. And I, I wanted him to beat the Steelers. So screw Josh Allen. Yeah. Who would have thought after a week that the Ravens and the Browns would have lost and the Bengals and the Steelers? Listen, I'll, I'll I'll say this. I I agree. I think jo- I think Lamar Jackson got a lot of unwarranted criticism before he got drafted and before he started playing. But I think once people saw that he can juke really fast and he can run really fast, like everybody fell in love with him. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's that good of a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's one of. The, I think he's the best athlete there is in the NFL. I don't think he's good at throwing the ball. But for people to blame Baker Mayfield for the fact that the Browns lost uh, on Sunday is utterly ridiculous. Yeah. Um, the punter needs to catch the freaking punt 
mm-hmm. or catch the snap and get the punt off. And also, you're playing Patrick Mahomes. I and mean, that's another. That's the other well, thing. Yeah, that's <laughs> the other thing. It's not. Everybody's like yeah. saying like, oh well, you know, his last two games he he's come up short. Well, uh, there's there's been one quarterback in the NFL in the last two years that has beaten Patrick Mahomes in a situation that's mattered, and that's the greatest quarterback that's ever played the damn game. Mm-hmm. So if you're comparing. The greatest quarterback that's ever played and the most talented quarterback that's currently playing with Baker Mayfield, and you're saying he's just coming up short, I'll take it. Yeah. I mean – He's right there. Like, what are are we comparing him to? You're comparing him to the greatest quarterback that's ever lived, and you're, like, comparing him to Michael Jordan and LeBron of the NFL of the last 20 years. Also, I want to argue, like, if you give Baker Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill – what? Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Uh – I mean, you know, I, those two Andy, are better than Andy Reid. Like, I think Kevin Stefanski's a great coach, but Andy Reid's won a Super Reed. Bowl. Andy Reid's been doing this for 35 years. Yeah. Awesome. So it's just, you know, it is right. what it is. But, yeah. yeah. So if you want to go go back and listen to that to get ready for Sunday, uh, that is on our uh, feed and on our social media. Go ahead and check that out. Uh, but, yeah, let's uh, let's, uh, do, let's do some draft. Draft. Let's do some That's drafting. Boy. Okay. So, uh, we Ryan, essentially we do this. It's weird because there's only three people, but essentially sure. we do this like fantasy football style. Where we do a snake draft. Snake. Yep. Mm-hmm. So tonight we're drafting our favorite Cleveland breweries, and these are breweries that uh, are actually Cleveland-based. So no Southern Tier. Um, North High. North High. All great places. Uh, Bad Tom Smith, that's Cincinnati. Now, Any we, place like we that. would allow like Thirsty Dog, right? Because the, are we considering yeah, Akron. Akron Canton? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, Akron, I, yeah. Figured, I figured, mm. but I just wanted to Like places that are like in Cleveland that just that aren't right. from here but have like a brew pub here. Like that's sure. These yes. are actual tried and true. This is the all things Cleveland so, podcast. So, so the new Brew Dog Brewery that's coming to the flats, Scotland, a little too far, probably. Right? Well, according to you, it's Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have you heard? Do you know? Oh, I've real heard quick, about it. I'm very excited. The about story: it. Me and Jimmy made the mistake of bringing Brew Dog on, thinking it was a local, or at least an Ohio beer, until we realized it's this global brand that's based out of Scotland. Well, so <laughs> like, I mean, it's do, craft beer. It's good. So they beers. do. Yeah. Good so beer, wasn't it? Wasn't it? They do brewing in like Columbus, right? Yeah, their model is they have a very, brewing facility yes, in Columbus, yes. but they're Sweet. from Scotland. They're they're so it technically is brewed yeah. in Ohio, but it's not yeah, but the business is not based right. out right. of Ohio. You could right, say right. that about Miller Lite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh and Ryan You're the those... guest, so you get to you're going to get to choose. So remember, snake draft. So if you pick third, you pick third and then you pick again right away. I'll take that 3-4 wrap around. Okay. All right, Jordan, call it in the air. You're going to pick between one or two. Heads. It is tails. Ooh. Tails. Okay. So you pick between one and two, right? Uh, yeah. So I pick. I'm going to go. Hmm. I'll take the first pick. Well, that means I get a pick right away. Uh. Okay, with the first pick in the LOTL Brewery Draft, I'm going to take, God, this is so hard. We have so many breweries in this city. It's incredible. Oh, God. You know what? Give me Masthead. Okay. Ooh. Number one overall right. pick. Didn't see that. Uh, I love the beer. I love the actual brew pub. 
I think it's fantastic. They're one of the breweries that do food, and their pizza is pretty good. They do a lot of pizza stuff, and they do some other like apps and stuff. I think they, their food is really good. So not only with the beer, the whole atmosphere. I had their Oktoberfest, at Octo- which another thing we have to talk about for like five minutes before we stop the episode. But, yeah, we will. Um, I had their Oktoberfest at Cleveland Oktoberfest this weekend, and it was very good. So I'm going to go Masthead, number one overall pick. Okay. Bit of a, bit of a reach, but I, we've talked about how Masthead might be – they might make the best beer in the city. Very well. Yeah. And uh, Coach Trash Panda will love that pick for me. Mm-hmm. 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 That's right. He loves Masthead. So who goes next? You. Me? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Fatheads. Fatheads has always been my favorite brewery in the I city. Was try- I was trying to like I, – yeah. I was trying to yeah. – yeah. Fatheads has always been my favorite brewery. I've never had a bad beer from them. I love I love the North <gasps> Olmsted location Spooky especially. Tooth. Spooky Tooth is amazing. Headhunter is amazing. They're all amazing in my opinion. I like the new location too, but uh, the old the North Olmsted location is so damn cozy, especially in the fall and winter. It's just so cozy to go there and have yep. have a beer with friends on the weekend. So, um, yeah, that heads. Fair enough. All right, Ryan, so you I get got two three, picks. Four wraparound. All right. Yep. Yes, sir. Um, I know that this is a controversial pick for <coughs> no reason. You and I have talked about this, but I'm gonna go with Platform at number three. Okay. I think Platform has one of the I most knew that was gonna be one of the one of the top picks. Beer selections that we have in the city. I get that they have the whole Anheuser Busch, correct? They have yeah. that whole thing, but they're still a local brand. We we've talked and about you know this. What? This yeah. is an unpopular one, but that that oat milk IPA, I don't know if you've had yes, that. Yes, we did have it. One on of we my had it on the podcast. Favorite beers I had. So we've it's had good. two we've had two of them. Um between yeah. that and Hayes Jude, I their IPAs are yeah. my favorite IPAs. Hayes Jude in the city. is Hayes Jude is one of my favorite beers in the city. I love their brew pub and I also really love what they did with the lot. I think that was really cool. The and lot Funkin is Chip's really cool. cool. Funkin Chip, but yeah. the lot was so cool and during like the real height of this pandemic or whatever. Yeah. It was just it was such an awesome time. Also I will say uh I will I will accept Funkin' Ship as its standalone, its own thing. I know it's owned by Platform, but it's kind of yeah. like its own yeah, thing. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, okay, so then I'm going to also then I'm gonna go with my fourth pick. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stay in Ohio City. I'm not going to go where you think I'm going, though. Okay. Um, because I think there's an obvious, like, the old OG. Right, right. But I'm going to go with Market Garden. Mm-hmm. And okay. The reason I'm going to yeah. go with Market Garden yeah. is because I love the Citra Max IPA. I think that's a really sure. good IPA. I'm not usually a citrusy guy with my IPAs, but that's a solid one. However, their two like mainstream beers, Progress and Prosperity, mm-hmm. even though I hate the Guardians, are related to that. We just had that beer. This beer, too, is really good. But Progress and Prosperity, to me, are the two – if I'm going to like be drinking, drinking, those are my two craft beers I go to, especially Progress. Sure. It's a very yeah. easy sipper. Oh, Absolutely. No, no doubt there. So, yeah. No doubt there, sir. Very nice. All right, Jordan, you are up with I'm your back, second round I'm back. pick. Okay. Yep. Um, <clears throat> let's do. Well, you took my number two, so I'm gonna have to go with my number three, Noble Beast. Damn it! Um, it. A lot of people aren't that familiar with it. If you're in the craft brew scene, you know, but a lot of casuals aren't necessarily. Highly recommend if you I haven't been. Get screwed. It's <laughs> it's a small brewery. I couldn't possibly take Noble Beast number one overall, but I'm like, man. It's I mean, honestly, there's no. It's a little. Yeah, I love Noble Beast. It's not the best brewery in the city. I agree with that. Oh no. But it's. I'm gonna have to go with my number two because my number two actually is Market Garden, but uh, mm. Brian took that. So yeah, Noble Beast. Uh Noble Beast. Yeah. Nice. Yes, okay. Sir. Uh, okay, so we've got platform gone, masthead's gone, fatheads is gone. 
Market Garden's gone. Noble's gone. Uh, all right. So I've got the next two. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go Great Lakes. Okay. No. Fair enough. My second Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. 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 Um, I'll say this. The reason why one of the well, I don't think it would have been number one for me anyway. But one of the reasons is not is because I'm still mad at them for not not bringing back Grandes Lagos. Sure. Which is one of my favorite beers beer. that the city has ever that put out, and they did it. They beer. brought it out once and for a limited time only. I don't understand why they don't bring it back. But um, so Great Lakes, obviously one of the biggest events in the city all year is the first pour for Christmas first sale. First pour. Yep. First um, pour is a good time. Christmas sale. I mean, Great Lakes Christmas sale in Christmas season. I, how can you beat it? it? No, um, you can't. Is the and then I, I think I think recently, especially this past year. I think they've come out with uh, some pretty good beers. Great Lakes, for the longest time, was like they have like four or five beers, and like that's it. They got real stagnant. Right. They got and, real and stagnant. Over, I think the last year or so, they've really come out with some. Like, some I, I different... really like Hayescraft. I think mm-hmm. that was a big. Oh, yeah. You like Hayescraft. Right? 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 Yeah. He's a big. Overall. He's yeah. a big. I hate Hayescraft them saying that. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what was the. Uh, Shoot, what was the locale citrus one? Crush Crushworthy. Oh, that Love was a Crushworthy. Great one. Crushworthy's yeah. solid. It's a good just sipping beer. Yes. Great summer beer. Uh grilling beer. Great. Uh actually it'd be pretty actually for Sunday, that wouldn't be a bad tailgating beer that's because that's locale. That's yeah. that's yeah. low I uh You're essentially ABV. getting what you would get out of Bud Light, but for a better taste. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So I think they've done really well. They've they've recently started canning their beers, which they didn't do in a long time. And I think their cans are pretty pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as design, we're big marketing people on the podcast, so mm-hmm. we, we take that into effect. <laughs> yes, sir. So I like Great Lakes. Um, and then my next pick to start off round three, hmm, I'm trying to think. There's a couple on my list that I'm going to take a risk. I feel like I can get them in later rounds. I feel like Andrew Barry right now. Andrew Barry. <laughs> I love that. Uh, I'm going to go my third pick. Saucy. Okay. I, I, Fair. Uh, that was one on my list. That I, I love Saucy. I they're another place where they ha they have food. Um you're seeing more and more breweries do that now. I'm I I I'm very much turned off when a brewery opens and they don't have food. Mm-hmm. Sure. At the very least have food trucks at your place every day or yes. something. Um so I love it when a brewery has food. They like to promote their pizza, which is pretty good. A lot of people are like, oh, it's the best in the city. Like, well, calm down. Yeah, that's a little exact. Yeah. Settle down. It's very good. But I love uh, I love a lot of their beers. I love their Ohio City Brew Pub. I think it's one of the best places in the city to watch a game. They have the big, giant uh, projector screen above the bar, and then they have a bunch of TVs yep. uh, all throughout. So uh, yeah, I really fun. love Saucy. Shout out to uh, Matt Schubeck, who uh, works for Saucy. So. <laughs> not saying that I went to high school with them. Not saying that that is uh, one of the reasons why they're on my list, but <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> but I do love saucy, and I love I, I very rarely have rarely have a bad beer there. I was gonna say yeah. one of the things that stands out to me about saucy is their consistency. Yeah, yeah. I Every think beer that's I've what. Ever had from them I'm not saying that they're always the <sighs> beer is my favorite, but they're very consistent. Like I know what the beer is gonna taste like yeah. every time I go there. So that is the beginning beginning of round three. So, Jordan, you're back up. All right. Uh, for me, 
That brings me back to... All right, I'm going to have to go. So number three for me... Oh, wait, you already said Masthead, right? Mm-hmm. Damn it. That was, my, okay. that was the number one overall and pick. And Platform's already been said. Platform's so been said. knocks that out of the way. Uh, uh, let's go with... Great ooh. Lakes has been said. Market Garden's been said. Noble Beast has been said. Okay. Fatheads uh, has been said. Oh, man. All the good ones. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm 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 going to have to go with Sibling Revelry. Though. Okay. That's Sibling fair. Revelry puts out delicious beer. Mm-hmm. Has a really good brew pub, unf- or uh, I should say brewery. Unfortunately, it's kind of far. F- well, it's not even that far. It's West just Lake, out. Right? It's Yeah, it's in Westlake. It's out from like downtown where yeah, people yeah. generally hang out. They always have food trucks, so you generally can get food. But yeah, I have to go with Sibling. Sibling's good okay. stuff. Yeah, that's good yeah. stuff. Awesome. All right. I'm up. Yeah, you have the Boys. next two. Awesome. So I'm going to go with the third pick of mine. I'm going to go Terrestrial. Okay. Um, I think it's one of the coolest locations for a brewery, first yes. of all. Um, I think they have some. First of all, I love some of the names of their beers. Yep. Um, they have some of the more fun names. Citropotamus IPA. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever had that. Great. <laughs> that is my favorite IPA. Love Space Chimp. Space, Space Chimp, Chimp is, is also great. delicious. Yeah. 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 They have some of the most fun names for beers. I do agree with you. They don't have a lot of food, if any. I don't. Really they did. Know. They, did they did when they had the partnership with uh, La Plaza. La Plaza. Right. But now, I, which is which I don't is even know when they did like that. them to bring that back. They they hired some uh, culinary manager or something. Absolutely. Yeah. They've been, they've been doing a lot of like brunch stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think I don't think they I I don't know I haven't been there since like I stopped in there once to get beer to go during the pandemic. But I haven't. Uh, yeah, I would check it out again because it's it. They have good beers. Oh, we did go there that one time. Remember, uh, uh, the beer was not very good. Really, you remember that? Yeah, it was like ev- no, it wasn't even that the beer was so bad. It just it was all weird beer. It was like yeah. strange. That's beers. the one thing I think you could take away like, from them, is their consistency of just having their. Ch- I, I I wish they had a. They're one of the f- breweries that I would I'd really like them to just have like a flagship or two. Like a stock right. menu right. and then like yes, a rotating. because like Great Lakes, for example, has Dortmunder, and you know it's going to be there. Yep. Like Progress Pilsner is another one. Yep. Like you know that's right. there, yep. and then I can build off that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I know no, I'm comfortable with one of their beers, so <laughs> and, I'd and, like them to do that. We've talked about this. In fact, that's why I like Platform a lot, because they kind of fixed up yep. their act when they got Absolutely. bought out, weirdly enough. Which so, I'm sure that's controversial to say, but yeah. I don't care. But they fixed up their <laughs> They used to have gross beers sometimes. Now they have consistent It's beers, consistently so. good. Exactly. Ooh. All right. So I have the next pick, correct? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. See, I have two things I still like, and there's five, right? Five. So yes, yes. I feel like I need so to this take is your the fourth, one right? that you guys are more likely to take. And so I'm going to go Avon Brewing. Okay. Oh. Avon Brewing, oh, in my uh, opinion. Okay has the best food of any brewery in the city. Mm. Um, that mac and cheese, I will die for that mac and cheese. Um, okay. And then side note, they have a really good beer selection, and they're very – the only thing that about Avon Brewing, a lot of heavier beers, a lot of IPAs. Mm-hmm. They have a um, lot of the dark beers, too. They have a lot of dark beers. Isn't that what they're kind of famous for a little bit? Yeah, they yeah. always have, like, one – I believe – I can't remember what the lager is called, but they have a basically lager and Pilsner, which they have flagships, which I like. Mm-hmm. But then they have all these experimental IPAs that it's like – I love trying something strange, especially, like, when I go to a brewery, I want to try a flight. And so I'm going to go Avon Brewing with my fourth pick. Are you writing this down, by the way? No. Was I supposed to have been doing no, that? No, I remember my four. Well, we have the audio. We can. Yeah, yeah. We can. Because yeah. I, 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 I'm really interested yeah. to see what uh, people on Twitter will. Uh, uh, here, I'll do this. this. Is a real Think who has the best list. Well, well, I'll make the list here. Okay. As someone but who usually votes on the list. You're this up is next, one of my actually. Favorite list. Jordan. Okay, I'll write the list afterwards. Right. Yeah. Ryan. 
Okay, I'm up next. This is my fourth f- pick. Fourth pick. Dude. Yeah. Then I have then I have uh, the next two, and then you guys each have one down the draft. All right, I'm gonna have to go with Goldhorn Brewery. That was on my list. Goldhorn, it's a little out of the way, kinda, not too far, but it's a little out of the way. But first of all, the beer's very good. Mm. The food's very good, mm-hmm. and the manager, and the spot is really good. Chris, right? Chris, yeah. I don't know if he still works there. I assume he does. Really nice guy, and he just made us. We feel should try welcome. and do another episode there. Yeah, we actually. The first episode we did there was when we had our crappy equipment, yeah, and it sounded yeah. awful. We actually recorded there one time. He's a super cool yeah, guy. It's awful. But they make great beer. Goldhorn, for sure. Goldhorn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, good spot. Mm-hmm. All righty. I got uh, my last two, so I'm done after this. Uh, I'm going to go with my fourth pick. I'm going to go Collision Bend. Uh, Collision Bend has. Uh, my favorite patio in the entire city, right on the river. Uh, the views yeah. is and the vibes at Collision Bend are really good. Uh, shout out. They were also very nice to us in the pandemic. When I went and stopped there and got beer, they gave me a bunch of free beer um, <laughs> and asked us to reach out to them whenever the pandemic was over to do an episode there. So we yeah. should probably try and do that. We should. <laughs> um, yeah, I like a lot of their beers. Uh, they have... Like we were just talking about, they have a good stock of uh, um, of beers. I, I forget the names of a lot of their beers, but um, they do have a good, really good beer selection. I think. Yeah. So they had um, they have like a comp that like their their owner and their head like their head brewer and their head chef is like the head brewer like everybody else came from Great Lakes originally. Right. Right. And then their head chef, I can't remember where he came from, but. Um, yeah, I just I love the vibe there. I love. Uh, I'm trying to buy time to. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> find out some of their beers, uh, the names. I if I pick them, I should know what their beers are. But nah, I mean unacceptable. Yeah, unacceptable. You I know, was what? actually I, I was actually oh I, I was actually just there. We'll allow it. A couple weeks ago. Really nice. Yeah, um, Captain Hazy. I had when I was there. It's their one of yeah. their hazy IPAs. Really good. Sure. Um, but some of their. Everybody who's listening to the podcast heard that. Did they? Yeah, it's first door on the left. Hey, That's right. crazy, but uh, their their Lake Erie uh, Sunset, their Blood Orange American Wheat Beer is really good. Yes. Sea uh, Town, their American IPA, which we've reviewed That's, on the podcast, is yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, they just have a bunch of really good beers, and I, I and I like the way that they're they do their word marking and their logos and their marketing and all that. Um, so. Uh, and then my final pick is a place where I, we really need to go back to because I, when I was doing this list, I realized we haven't been there. And maybe you have, I haven't working class. Oh no, you took my, Uh, oh oh, no, you took my noble beast. So dang it. I did. Yeah, working class. I I love, love where I love where. Yeah, we love working you class. and me have been working class fans yes. since the first time we yes. went. Yes, so, it's yeah. just the cool neighborhood brewery. They get no pub. They get no uh, notoriety, anything like that. Um, <laughs> it's a cool spot. They now have food there. Their pizza. It's all right, but I love their beer. Um, I've I've loved all their. Uh, bartenders when we've been there they're brewers yeah, they, they've always had great stuff they have uh live music there a lot of times which is really mm-hmm. cool it's another cool place to watch a game it is um so i love working class that's my uh that's my fifth pick okay sorry Jordan. Alrighty, you stole my last pick and you're up 
and I'm up, and I'm literally searching. Oh no, I, this is neat. This is easy for me. Okay. Forest City Brewery. Okay. I don't think that Forest City Brewery's beer is like incredible. It's good. They have like what four or five usually, and mm-hmm. they're usually pretty solid. But my goodness, the atmosphere, the patio, the backyard even, vibe. Yeah, even yeah. the inside. If you go in the dead of winter and you go in the inside, yeah. it's so cozy. It's like you're just in a cool garage that's been set up. But for I do. Like, but the backyard vibe. Oh, the back. I mean, you have to go in the so summer, cool. yeah. spring, summer, or fall for sure yeah. to get in that backyard. Yeah. But Forest City, it also has. It's attached. Well, it used to be attached. <laughs> to duck rabbit not anymore but it's another coffee shop still mm-hmm. and there's like a meadery in the front which is really cool eh. i like mead i don't like mead that yeah if you don't like mead, you're not gonna <laughs> like the meter <laughs> the meat the guy who works there is really nice though it's the owner yeah. okay he's almost always there and if, if you don't like meat or don't know anything about it he'll help you find something that's yeah. tolerable at least yeah but yeah yeah uh forest city yeah that's what i'll go with for my last one so all right so when you while you were gone uh mm-hmm. Working class was taken, and then he just took four city. Right. So you have apologies uh, for that, by the way. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> you have uh, Mr. Irrelevant, which Mr. Irrelevant. I don't know if it's irrelevant. It's not irrelevant. So there was one pick that I almost wanted to take, and we could talk about it after. But I'm gonna go with Jolly Scholar. Okay. Oh, yeah. um, underrated. First yeah. real underrated. First real East Side Brewery. Yeah. I um, mean, uh, Goldhorn is East Side of Cleveland, but it's not really East Side. Right. Te- yeah. Yeah. It, it's no. one of the strangest. I don't know if you guys have ever been there. It's one of we the have, strangest. Yeah. yeah, you're in a school. I've never entered <laughs> yeah. a brewery like that. I'm like, all right, I'm on a college campus and now I'm right. a brewery. Um, I love it. I think that they do such a good job of making it like somewhat about like, hey, we're on a college campus. That's kind of funny. Yep. <laughs> but also like, it's a really quality brewery with a very um, diverse group of beers. Um, and I love that they did a collaboration with the beer guy from the Tribe Games. I think that's oh, yes, yeah, we yeah, we, yeah, we talked about yeah. that um, because that guy. We tried is, to get him on, but we could we couldn't really yeah. con- we couldn't I, yes. I couldn't get a hold of I couldn't figure out a way to contact. I him. can't imagine a way to, but like, <laughs> yeah, he, other, he than is go, like, other, other than going to the Indians, I know, game, sitting like, in here, his let me sitting bu- in his section. I think you know what yeah. you buy him like you buy like seven beers from him. I bet he'd be like, you know what, man, I'll be on your podcast. <laughs> or or buy one beer and tip him fifty bucks. That might be it better. But yeah, like he. You know, he's such an epitome of Cleveland during the pandemic. Oh, I yeah. thought it was really cool. They collaborated with him. Yeah. They had him delivering beers yes. and he yelled the beer guy. <laughs> yeah. so yeah. again, hey, know. look out. It's the beer guy. <laughs> like, that guy is. Colby. It's so awesome, first of all, that he's known for that. But also, yeah. Johnny Scholar has some really good beers. Mm-hmm. They do. They uh, really I do. I think they're really solid. You know who's a big fan of them is Taylor. Yeah, uh, really? Yeah, he's a huge fan yeah. of them. That's cool. Well, he went there. He and Georgia went there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, cool. cool. That's it, right? Uh, yeah, it. that's the draft. Uh, a couple notables, notables on my list that I put together that weren't drafted. Uh, Bookhouse. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Railroad. Yep. Ooh, yeah. Railroad. Those are, the two that, those are the two that were on my list that didn't get picked. Okay, so technically brews beer in Cleveland, but I'm assuming it wouldn't have worked, but Hofbrauhaus. House. Yeah, that's really yeah. Good beer, Hop House is fun, but yeah, they don't. They're that. not Cleveland based. But they are brewed yeah. and they brew beer. They do Cleveland, brew. Yeah, I mean the vibes. So I would. House are unmatched. I would. I mean, yeah, I well, cannot wait to go there again. I feel bad that I didn't even touch Canton Breweries because I love Canton Brew, like Missing Mountain. Um, well, that's that's uh, Cuyahoga Hi-ho. Falls. That's not Canton. Oh, you're right. Cuyahoga Falls. That's like half an hour north of Canton. You're right. Close. You're right. But yeah, I agree. We we did that. Those are good. Missing Mountain's great. I went there a couple weeks ago. Thirsty Dog's a solid brewery. Thirsty Dog. It's another one. Yeah, uh, we kind of hop, uh, hop and Frog. Yeah, hop and that's really that's a brewery yeah. I've only had their beer at I bars still, so or I've heard, beer fest. I've never bought it. 
Their uh, their pumpkin beer supposedly is out of this world. I almost got that, but I figured Oktoberfest so, would go over better. Right, you River might Brewery. remember. You might remember this. Rocky River Brewery. Too, you might yeah. remember this. I tried to find it for beer of the week one week, and it was, it was like, like fifteen bucks for one tall boy. Yeah, that's. And I was like, I'm like, no, you can't be doing that. Sorry, that's a no for me, dog. Yeah, that's a. It's gonna be a no for me, dog. Yep. One of the greatest gifts of all. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right, so that's that's the draft. Awesome. Uh, real quick, before we uh, end the episode, let's talk a little Oktoberfest. Yeah, um, sure. we were all there, so. Yeah. What did you guys think? Uh, Overcrowded, but I'm not I'm not. I, I actually think I actually problem. think there was a lot less people than it usually is. Really? Yeah, I, it was just really crowded. I don't know why. I, was I mean, just, if, if you were, if you walked over to, like, the, the old school German music tents, mm-hmm. like the second one, there was never yeah. anybody any people there you're right in the past it would have been crowd you're right okay well i'll say this i think the first i don't know i i didn't go the first weekend i'd imagine the first weekend was probably very crowded we went we we went the last day of the last week yeah 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 Yeah. hey but the spasmatics played well yeah it was was cool they were were really good yeah it was um overall uh, i thought it was fine it was just food option was good there was like more I feel like there was a lot more local. Like they had Der Braumeister, they had uh, Gunzelmans, they had like a lot of other spots. I don't remember that from last time. It Gun- probably was. Oh, there. you mean you mean mm-hmm. Gunzelmans? Gunzelmans. <laughs> uh, Frank's Bratwurst was there. That's the. I didn't even see that. That's but. the stand at the Westside Market. They have a food oh, truck, and they were there. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. food was good. Um, the food was great. food was delicious. food was really good. Uh, so I it was just cool to be out and about again. Yeah, in like a crowded, like yeah. busy festival. Right. Hey, guess mm-hmm. what? Didn't get COVID. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Because I'm vaxxed. We're vaxxed. But anyway. We're vaxxed up. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah, I thought it was was cool. Uh, What? I don't know. Pfizer. Pfizer. Oh. (laughs) The P is silent. Uh, We pronounce the P. (laughs) But anyway, uh, yeah, I thought it was really cool. I, I, you know, it, it was still, I don't know. You know, we make the joke about not getting COVID, whatever. I was still kind of a little skittish. Oh yeah, it was a little weird. Yeah, Whereas, being like that like, close. To like people. yeah, like like being being in the being in the barn for like spasmatics and stuff. Ooh, like I it was I, like eighty five degrees. Yeah, well, <laughs> oh my that, gosh, yeah. that and like I wasn't really like too keen to like get in the mosh pit. Whatever. Right, right. right. Like we have in the past. That's fair. Yeah. I um, that. But no, it was cool. I uh, went with my brother, sister in law, nice. some cousins. Um, we had a blast. Uh, <laughs> started. Started. I told myself I wasn't going to do any shots, and then we started doing they shots. Well, yeah, that was yeah, yeah. Always a good time. It wasn't. It wasn't like four years ago when we ended up when with two we bucks. did an insane amount of Jaeger shots. So four years ago, yeah, we did a lot of Jaeger shots because of yep. my ass, and I was like, <laughs> hey, let's do more Jaeger. And then we ended up going to two bucks. It was a good time. Yeah, nice. Jordan. Jordan uh, outed me for throwing up in the bathroom. That was fun. It was good, even good. funnier when you know he was basically just dry heaving. So right. I didn't. So I didn't eat. Yeah. Ooh. yeah, and drank a lot. Working so I mistake. was in the bathroom, and I was just, <laughs> <laughs> and and so I'm in there. Jordan walks in, hears me, turns around, flings the door of the bathroom open so I can hear him, and he yells, "Hey, everybody, dance throwing up in there!" <laughs> I'm like, "Really? That's you the could worst." Understand. I was also pretty. Oh limited, yeah, we so. all were. We all were. Good times. Good times. But it was. It yeah, was. it was just cool to be out again. So. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. So that's gonna do it for us this week. Ryan, appreciate you uh, uh, filling. Yeah, thanks in. for coming in last yeah. second, man. <laughs> thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, Browns Texans this weekend. 
We'll, uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll post some pictures, videos, and all that stuff from yeah. tailgating uh, in the Muni. Definitely. Uh, and then we'll talk about it next week. Uh, but, uh, well, I'll talk about it on the postgame show with Stephen Ryan. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that's going to happen with tailgating, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Um, all right. So for uh, Ryan, Jordan, and Dan, uh, you've been listening to Living Off the Land. Follow us on social media at the LOTL Podcast. And we'll catch you guys uh, next week. Go Browns. Goodbye. Go Texans. Go Texans.